This is the One Piece Podcast, episode 561, for the week of Sunday, March 17th, 2019. My name is Zach. My name is Ed. And my name is Steve. And this week we have very special guest, translator for One Piece in Shonen Jump and Manga Plus. We have Stephen Paul with us again. How's it going, Stephen? Again, here I am. But we have other special guests as well. We have from Funimation, Godswell Ugwa, a social media coordinator, is it? Yes, Director? Sir. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forget the exact. Uh, we also have uh, Jana from Funimation. Um, do, would you two both also like to introduce yourselves, what you guys do? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you want to start, Jana? Sure, yeah. So uh, I am the copywriter here at Funimation, one of uh, three, and uh, I do things like um, write emails and, and ads and uh, mainly write the summaries for stuff. So I was responsible for like the recent One Piece 101 videos. I wrote the script um, for, for those, like for Frankie and Brooke and them. So yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. Cool. Important work. Yeah, yeah, very important. Yeah, I can do all that. It's fun. Yeah. And uh, my name is Godzilla Ugwa. I'm social media coordinator at Funimation. Been here for almost four years. And uh, I would say One Piece is one of the titles that got me really started at the company. Uh, I managed the One Piece Twitter and uh, the Facebook page uh, that's on Facebook, of course. <laughs> um, and just been doing a lot of One Piece related content throughout the years. Like I got a tattoo. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of trying to have fun with One Piece. Uh, we also have a very special guest. She's joining us uh, as one of our patrons this week, although she's been on before. We have uh, Joe, not to be confused with Jana. Uh, how's it going, Joe? Hello, it's going pretty good. Uh, yeah, you've been you've been on the anime recap, I think, before, right? Yeah, a couple of times. Um, sure. Yes, it's nice to have you on for the regular show. Um, you too. She, she helped set us uh, our uh, Discord up, I believe. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm illiterate with that. Discord? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I do appreciate you doing that. And you too, if you're a Patreon subscriber and the higher end tiers could join us um, either for the trivia segment or for the entire episode uh, at patreon.com slash one piece podcast. But uh, before we get started, uh, the anime is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. One of the many reasons I want to have uh, God's Will and Jana on this week. Uh, do you want to go through what you guys are doing? Yeah, for sure. Um, so one thing that we're doing uh, on our pages is we're um, encouraging people to binge the One Piece anime with us. So, you know, starting from episode one up to episode 325 for like newbies who might be scared of trying to binge everything in a full year or um, up to the current episode uh, by October 20th, uh, when is the anniversary date. Uh, we're also planning to do a lot of activities at the big cons like Anime Expo and New York Comic Con. Um, so we have a lot of things coming up for that. Uh, and also we have some releases coming out too. So we just released, uh, some of the TV specials, um, so like, uh, um, Adventure Nebulandula is coming out later on. We just released episode Sabo and, uh, 3D2Y came out earlier this year. Really enjoyed the dub of, uh, 3D2Y. I got to check that out. Yeah. I, I'm really enjoying the dubs of each of these. It's really good to hear mm-hmm. everybody in, uh, this role, this fresh role. Um, and also for any news, I know a lot of people will be asking if there's any news. Unfortunately, there's not much that we can say at the moment. So all we can say is to stay tuned for hopefully some news that we can get, uh, you know, in conjunction with the licensor and all the uh, parties involved. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you follow um, Jill, who's on our podcast frequently, she is currently doing a rewatch along with your, I think, the hardcore route. Oh. Uh, she, she's oh. posting on Twitter about that. Uh, okay. Paratest unluck. So. The, she's got a, yeah, she's got a sunny. Twitter thread going. Yeah, okay. the sunny route. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, that's super cool. Like yeah, the, the sunny route. Yeah, I it, yeah. I couldn't do that. <laughs> she's hardcore. I, I would try. I would try, except I'm, I've been watching Dragon Ball Z uh, for the last six months, and I'm almost... Oh, yeah. I'm almost done. I'm on like dra- I'm almost on Dragon Box seven. So okay. Yeah, he Ooh. he managed to acquire the Dragon Boxes, so he's Ooh. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I would not. <laughs> I, would not I would not bet against Jill uh, making it all no. the way. Uh, by no, she's yeah, October. she's she's at a quicker pace than I am, even with what I'm doing. <laughs> Man, uh, that's hardcore. I I, I would uh, all the luck to you if you're doing the hardcore route. Twenty two. It's supposed to be like twenty two episodes a week, I think, or something. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It's a lot. If you cut out openings and endings, that's like one hour of so- a solid video. That's some of the best parts, especially I in the mean, beginning. I say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kept replaying uh, "We Are" honestly. The when I started my rewatch, like I would play it like six times every episode. I'm like, jeez, <laughs> this is one behind. Like marathon <laughs> mode was invented for the One Piece DVDs, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That was the first and- place I ever saw it. Yeah, and those, and then it gets a little weird because there's those prologue scenes in uh, Water Seven, so it gets really hard in Ennis Lobby, and so it gets really hard to skip. Yeah, to time it right. Yeah. Uh, So good luck to all of you guys doing the 20th anniversary, uh, uh, 20th anniversary uh, marathon, and follow along with Funimation uh, for a lot more on that. Um, And yeah, if you haven't, it's really cool to see a sneak peek into the future. Uh, with Funimation's release of episode of Sabo, and always good to have more Foxy. I think Steve, as you put it, more Dub Foxy in <laughs> Nebulandia. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm actually going to watch that special now. Yeah, Foxy's probably one of my favorite parts about the One Piece dub. So it's pretty. It's great to see that. Um, TV specials are like the One Piece thing I probably watched the least. Yeah, so it's like oh, I I I don't think I've watched most of these when they initially came out. It's watched 3D2Y, but I didn't, the other two I didn't. So good reason to watch those now. Uh, Steven, I know you've been playing it. I just want to hear, we're going to do a segment on it in the future at some point, but I want to hear your initial thoughts on One Piece World Seeker. Yeah, actually, it's probably, uh, if we had Sam on, he would be able to give you a better uh, impression because I think he found Pendman. Yeah, he, did, he, he was showing off like the characters, like Luffy with uh, with new costumes and stuff. And I was like, wait you you can get new costumes like i haven't gotten that far in the game yet i had one good um uh session with it i felt uh i felt a little um i don't want to say ripped off but it was a little weird because i i went in and uh imported the uh the japanese version because i was like uh you know hey why not um just uh get the get the original um and i learned so because it is a worldwide release i guess they basically like the game is the game like it's the same game for all regions uh like the 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 software program the thing that you download is the same uh, literally what it does is when you boot it up it checks your account uh region and it just loads that uh language for you already and i mean the uh. the, vo- the voices are all japanese they didn't dub over anything um so 
like because my PSN account, I would have to make a Japanese uh, account and then, you know, all of the trophies and whatever the stuff that you unlock would be on a separate account than the one that I usually play on. Uh, so I was like, oh, man. So I just kind of wasted that money for nothing. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I've, I've wasted it on worse things. But uh, uh, that was a, a, a bit confusing at first. But um, yeah, I'm not really that far uh, to... Uh, to uh to to deliver like a a proper kind of um look at the in, entire game uh, for first impressions but um it's it's a little mixed you hear some some good and some bad and i would say that that matches up with my initial experience with the game uh, but i'm looking for i i can tell because you you kind of run around this big island this open world island and uh you sort of find the other straw hats uh through the story and then they unlock like sort of feature i think features of the game so that you know you you get to experience more stuff and i just haven't really gotten uh, that far yet so um i don't really it's it's been a bit of a one note experience so far but that's just uh, in the early going so um i'm eager to find out what else is in the game okay cool um, so today, we have a normal podcast episode as per usual. Uh, we're going to go through anime episode, what is it, um, 876, I believe? That's right. I actually have the title this time. Oh, wow. Okay, good. Perfect. The Man of Humanity and Justice, Jimbei, a Desperate Massive Ocean Current. And the, the disrespect, he's a fish man. Proud fish man. <laughs> fish man of humanity. There you go. What do you call that? Fishmanity? Fishmanity. Fishmanity. <laughs> We're off to a strong I'm start. Fishmanity. <laughs> <That's> a mammal. <laughs> um, and uh, we also have chapter 936, Sumo Inferno, which uh, everyone here will be joining us for. Uh, Ed, you, you had Sam on for the, for the anime episode, and who else? It was, was just me and Sam. Okay, so check that out. We also have some piece together and trivia, so why don't we get started? All right. This is the manga recap for chapter 936, Sumo Inferno. Remember, you could read this chapter for free legally when it comes out at shonenjump.viz.com, on Manga Plus, or the apps, um, or on the web, really any of those places. So, Ed, what's going on on this front page? It's your favorite character, Zach. Um, yeah, yeah Cap Camel. Camel the Penguin, right, yeah. Uh, it's Wanzi. It's Aokiji accidentally freezing Wanzi's bowl of ramen, and interesting that the requester used his military name and not his real name. The disrespect, again. Yeah, mm. such disrespect. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is probably one of my I'll, favorite of these so far, personally. So I see yeah. Aokiji, like, even it's, you know, wearing the, the one glove on his, on his right hand. Yes, because he has lost it. Yes, um, it's hard to tell if Wanzi is like shocked because his eyes are bugging out, or if he's just like that normally. He's sweating, so I think he's like never seen that one before. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Be I need to, to make scholars. this. I need to make this again now. I guess we can um, also chalk a uh, camel down for the um, the 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 people who crunch their ice, uh, who chew their ice um, category. Since he's he is your favorite character, down. Zach. <laughs> did we go through okay. who on the podcast does that 
Besides, I, oh, I think we did. Yeah, we have. And I definitely yeah, drew my eyes. What also does that say in the in the back there, Stephen? On the on the below oh, the thing, those are yeah, that's yeah. the menu? um yeah, that's the menu. So you have ramen, uh, chashu ramen, uh, tsukemen, which is when they just give you the noodles and the broth and you dip them. Uh, there's also a pirate ramen. Not sure Ooh. what that is. <laughs> and then it looks like probably tonkotsu ramen, and that might be chahan. So that'd be fried rice. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I do appreciate the artistry, uh, the the back, the um, the assistants rendering a, a nice kitchen there with like utensils and a rice thing and a pot and a pan and a bunch of eggs. Was like, why is why is Wanzi a government employee serving pirate ramen? Anyway, I just have one, I just have one yeah. more question. Zach, Please. pronounce the character's name on the left. Wanzi, Wanzi. Okay, Ed. I can't pronounce things. We've determined that. <laughs> No, Ed. Ed, I was gonna, I was gonna guilt trip Ed for it too, but it's Wanze, everybody. Wanze. Oh, I was right the first time. Wanze. You made me, you made me second guess myself. Uh, if you say any pronounce pronunciation confidently enough, it's right. <laughs> That's I learned that in law school. Uh, All Ed, my confidence. Yeah. Why don't you get started? Sure. Back in the prison camp at Udon Wano, uh, we get Rizo's um, loud thoughts. Kamatsu, is it really you? So you are alive after all, and getting—it's loud whispering. I think is what it is. <laughs> yes, thirteen years of eating rotten fish has finally paid off. I feel like this guy is having having a laugh. Like, is he trying to be funny? Anyway, uh, show me your face, Kawamatsu. He says, "I can't get any closer. I'm chained up." When is the day of the battle? Nine days from now, the night of the fire festival. And I, well, and while this is going on, there's just sort of the hubbub of the uh, of the. Prison. Of the prison, and they yeah, and they're starting to move the cart that he's hiding behind. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he's so wrapped oh, up in yeah. this conversation, he doesn't even notice. It's like um, it's like a Looney Tunes gag. Uh, so he says that, that is ideal. I am prepared to fight whenever I'm needed. But first, you must break me out of here, Rizo. By the way, Rizo is also the loudest. Everything he's just he just stands yeah. out so much. Just loud yeah. in general. Yeah. <laughs> like he's wearing this gigantic costume and. Like the thing moves away from him and he's just exposed. But of course, I will do my utmost. What will you need to escape? The key to the cage and the key to my cuffs. Though they are so rusted, I do not know if they will open. Uh, and then someone notices, hey, someone's standing in front of that cell that never opens. <laughs> uh, um, it's him, Miss Solitaire. I found the key thief from the officer's tower. Don't let him escape. That. Nah. Uh, drag, dag, blast it. Uh, smoke escape jutsu. <laughs> it makes it a fart noise, ninja. I assume. Uh, it was a ninja. There you um, go. <laughs> search everywhere. Uh, by the way, so I assume uh, he sounds like the, <laughs> right? So sounds like that Will Ferrell character on SNL who can't control the volume of his voice. Um, <laughs> uh, voice that's just my assumption. Story, yeah, that that's it. Voice imagination. Look, it's a real thing that doesn't really exist. Um, okay, we go to the we go to the next page um, as we zoom back out and back into Udon. Uh, as you know, they say, "Okay, we'll leave the key thief to them." And someone else is hauling what looks like an arena and puts it down with a thwart. It's and- a it's a dojo. It's the sumo ring. It's made out Just of clay. Trying to make me feel bad. Is this is this what the? No, right. I, I watched. I watched. <laughs> I watched sumo for a couple of years, so I, I kind of know some stuff. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. 
Uh, so we have Queen here who looks satisfied with his walrus-like self saying, ah, we've got ourselves some fools to execute. And here begins his dance. It's Master Queen's special device performance, the Sumo Inferno. Um, and everyone's dancing doing... looks like Gangnam Style still to me. Funky. That's what he was <laughs> or like, doing. Or, or like the Running Man or something. <laughs> yeah. I know this is a podcast, but I'm doing the dance. Um... <laughs> And we we see yeah we see him his subordinates uh, dancing on the what is it called again Ed dojo dojo d o h y so it's like a dojo but with an h and a y uh, mm-hmm. anyway uh, and Luffy like looks Hugh. oh yeah <laughs> that's a good that's a good uh, mnemonic device there I'm still gonna forget though uh, Luffy looks you know pumped for some sumo meanwhile Hyo uh, does not look pumped. But then here come the collars. Um, and what are these collars? Well, good thing that you didn't ask about that because Queen is going to tell you. Uh, these collars, he's singing it, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, he's saying the collars around their necks. Imagine if this stone pillar, which he has a stone pillar with some random stick figure-ish looking guy drawn on it, <laughs> saying, imagine if this stone pillar is you and then you leave this sumo ring. The stone proceeds to... Uh, it basically explode, um, except that it's <laughs> Mister Mister Pill. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the stone pillar gone. Uh, Luffy does not look happy about this. Hio is pretty uh, stone faced here, and Queen explains, "Ah, the claws on the inside will deploy and slice your head right off your neck." Um, and you see this really intimidating looking, uh, device. Thank you for the sound effect. And, uh, Luffy notes that it is just like the Celestial Dragon's collars. Good memory from Luffy, who I don't think has seen that in two years. Um. But also they use bombs, so it's not quite the same. Yeah, it actually might be worse. Um, because (laughs) you don't have a chance to survive this. Um, mm. And in One Piece, explosions don't seem to kill people. So, yeah. <laughs> nothing seems to kill people. Yeah, I mean, for Luffy, this is worse because it is sharp, and there's not yes. very much he'd be able to do about it, uh, unless he like hawkifies his. I don't know. Anyway, he said, uh, "You could." Queen says, "You could give that up. They're not made to be removable." That is a great translation of that. <laughs> um, it's like, why would he make them to be removable? Isn't the whole point okay? Anyway, well, you know, Steven. look, there. He, not all uses of coll- of cuffs and collars are, you know, negative. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, role plays a thing. Uh, anyway, this is going to be an interesting podcast. I could tell already. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Queen continues with the uh, terms of service here. He's, uh, you know, okay. All you have to do is uh, <laughs> just keep keep winning the matches. Um, you just have to avoid falling off the arena because then you die instantly. Uh, and he says, you are a team of two, so uh, you'll, you'll be executed. I'm not really sure if, if it is, he is implying that they both have to fall before the things uh, deploy, or if, um, you know, once both of them have fallen, then they will both be dead. But uh, at any rate, um, the out uh, for them is that if they, uh, if they surrender then, uh, and agree to... Uh, uh, for Luffy to join the crew, then he will be freed. Um, they don't seem to care about uh, poor old man Hyo anymore. Well, I guess they won't um, kill him, but that's about it. Or maybe they, I don't know. Maybe they will. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, yes, the problem is they've got uh, they've got weapons, they've got the numbers, and they've got no collars. So essentially, an infinite uh, fighting force uh, for the uh, Sumo Inferno. So to make things more fair, he's going to remove the Sea Prism stone cuffs, and uh, they have a little key there that uh, clinks off the the cuffs, uh, which Rizo is watching from a distance. And is stunned because he, uh, you know, he he worked so hard to get the key. It's like the one ninja thing that he succeeded in doing, and uh, then you know he didn't even get to to deliver the uh, the key uh, to do it. There go the cuffs, and uh, then he wonders, wait, does that mean this isn't the key to free Luffy? Mm. Um, which I guess is Oda's way of of telling us that that is that there's only one key for each cuffs apparently. Um, so uh, Luffy is celebrating because he can swing his arms around now, and he's like, "Oh man, that's that, thanks. You're wow, you're a real stand-up guy. Uh, you you know, you you basically freed me." And Queen is like, "Wait, no, what? You? I mean, the the collar. Remember? Like, it's it's worse. It's definitely worse for you now." Um, <laughs> he's like, uh, it's, "It's the same effect as when Bugs Bunny like looks at looks at the camera and says he doesn't he doesn't know me very well, do he? Like, <laughs> it's you know, it's different it's in that, content, but it's but, the same idea." <laughs> it, it's also yeah i feel like we i've seen the thing where the he's like trying to convince himself like no 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 i'm doing this right i am good at my job i'm gonna <laughs> let you two fight with sharks with laser beams attached to their yeah. heads so go fine have this fun I'm still close the curtain. it's still an ingenious plot um definitely uh and uh, hyo is is protesting because you know he doesn't want to hold luffy back um, so he is arguing to uh, to do it one at a time or tag team or something. Um, and uh, Luffy just cuts straight to the point. He's like, hey, balloon. He's like, balloon? If I knock you out, will you set us free? And he's like, what? Okay, so first you're rude, and now you're also not listening to me. Um, but then uh, we get a bunch of these guys who, uh, I guess this is the angle because it looks like they're walking up the steps of the dokyo. But they also kind of look like balloons from this angle. Uh, very top-heavy. Uh, a bunch of shirtless guys with swords. And, uh, oh, he'll see sense once we start, Master Queen. He just doesn't get how savage the rules are yet. Oh, there's a zero chance of survival. So, you know, we're just kind of hitting all the um, all the check marks on the list of, like, things that nobody say uh, when the when the bad guys think they have the hero in a in a trap. Uh, and uh, so he says, okay, great. Well, we'll get into the ring and let's fight. And so the... Um, the crowd is doing the um, uh, what is the Spartacus uh, uh, the um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, give him the thumbs down. Oh yeah, um, from Gladiator. Gladiator, sorry, yeah, not Spartacus. Um, the Spartacus is the old one. Uh, so they're they're cheering for the uh, the death match and they're saying kill them all, waiters, which uh, seems to be another one of the categories like the uh, gifters and the pleasures, and these guys are just the waiters. Yeah, I'm looking for like, like by the looks of these guys, we need like a hunky waiters of Wano calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, they've been waiting for their shot. They've been, you know they they haven't been introduced this entire time, and this is their fine finally their chance to shine um, in the uh, the Sumo Inferno. Uh, so yeah, look at this. There's all of us on stage here with you. We've got these weapons. Do you get it now? You're about to die. Welcome to the jungle, baby. <laughs> Death March time. Line <laughs> up. <laughs> and everyone's just sneering and thinking that it's going to be a slaughter, but they don't know who Luffy is. But old man, 
old man, he's like, oh, geez, well, let's get with it. But um, the waiters, they get the, uh, the, um, their call, on your mark. And some people who are rooting for the boys, they're thinking to themselves, rest in peace, old man, yo, and straw hat. But they don't know what's about to happen. And here's a call. Fight. Whip. I bet she's using a flag or something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, and then uh, the waiters are, and they're about to do their chants. And none of them have done leg day at all because they are top heavy, but no, none of them have legs. All laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the doom. The doom as they stomp towards. You prisoners are going to learn a very painful lesson. About what happens when you defy the guards. <laughs> but then you got Luffy with his stare that just makes that sound. You know how tough it is. Ring. <laughs> and, you know, you just you, you can hear that stare, I think. Ring. And everyone's just passing. Out. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. What is it? When you see a picture that has a noise, like, you know, <laughs> you know what it sounds like. Like the onomatopoeia, but for, for pictures, I guess. Yeah. I love that stare. I've been waiting for Luffy to 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 use this hockey, this conquer hockey, for a long time. I think they had to take the cuffs off for him to do it. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, also just like in general, I I think it's been a while since I've. Oh, well, he did it in uh, Whole Cake, but I would like to see him do it more often. Uh, when but, in Whole you know, Cake? I'm like trying to even remember. Uh, when um, when he was fighting, uh, fighting uh, the Kyrie, army. Right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did it. Yeah, on Flampe and. Yeah, I was going to say Flampe yeah. and her. What did we call them? I don't even know. <laughs> didn't, didn't he do it against Katakuri, too, or something? No, I, he does it like with Katakuri. Like, yeah, like, I was like, going to say. Really bad. Didn't he do it with the, um, the, the monkey or the gorilla and the, uh, the dog lion when he first. Oh, came? yeah. And good, good call. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Maybe, maybe I'm just forgetting all the other times. Oh, no, it's okay. I mean, yeah. It's such a brief moment. Yeah. I like that he does conquer hockey often. Well, he does it to these waiters, and they get knocked out. They're passing out. They're choking on their vomit. And they can't handle this. And their bodies are hitting the floor. Thwomp, thwomp, butt thwomp. That's what happens when you're top-heavy like that. Yeah, they skip leg day. <laughs> they, I mean, they, they learned from Kaido. Like, the man does not, you know, care about leg day in his, in his crew. Oh. <laughs> it's also how Oda draws them because Bell memes like that too. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't used to be like legs. that. Yeah, yeah who I has good? Like... Le- Sanji has good legs. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> that's a good. Sanji's one. all leg. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> like he, a leg. He skipped arm day. Um, <laughs> so then uh, Luffy's like, okay, who's next? These guys aren't even good for practice, and everyone's still passing out, doing their their foaming at the mouth. And the uh, prisoners who are rooting for them, like, what? And not everyone that's in the stands are like, what? Was he using? Yeah. And then Queen. Queen's like, Supreme King Hockey, huh? <laughs> I bet he has like a good tenor voice. That's, that's what I'm, you know, putting my chips on. <laughs> I am, it's, he could really be, they could go in any direction with his voice. I, right. I am not sure. Yeah. Also, I've been wondering like how his sing-song voice is, or if he's like going, if he's using like any particular songs in mind, like any Queen songs too. You know, I yeah, hope that's, he's. That's what I feel like they're gonna go for in the anime. <laughs> Something yeah, like they, don't stop me. They, <laughs> yeah. 
they might do that, but he also was doing like the funky dance. So maybe like even like a uh, Isaac Hayes or um, uh, what's his name? Uh, That's more of a bass, though. Yeah. No, I'm. Who's the guy from Whacking Day in uh in the Simpsons? Very White. Very White. <laughs> That's how, that's how I relate to these things. Uh, I would love it if Queen had a bass voice. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, we go ahead. back to the, the cage that has never been opened, and we just get some dot, dot, dot. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what that sound is. Is it like a scream? I guess it's the screams from the, from the, the um, arena from the stands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, ah. Things have been very noisy since he showed up. Just don't let Boss Hyogoro die. Understand? We need him, Mufitaro. And I'm not exactly sure what this laugh is or this sound. Kappa peep. Kappa pa pa pa. Joey was very excited about this. Joey <laughs> yeah. That's I am too. His, yeah. This is Kawamatsu's laugh. And um, I mean, you could. it's pretty straightforward. I think uh, that it, it, either in appearance or like in Devil Fruit or something or other, uh, he is going to be a kappa. Um, the, uh, the it water, explains why they water, silhouetted yeah. him. Ooh, right. Also, I just noticed in the silhouette on the middle panel, it like his head looks flat, like the copper head. Is that like um, his yeah. profile? Well, yeah. Some of them do wear the hats too, the um, mm. the casa style. So that that could be it, or it, yeah, it could be the the flat ish head. It's hard to to say. Um, for sure, but yeah, the other thing too is that Kappa's famously like they live in the river, uh, not in the sea. So the Kawa uh, on his name Kawamatsu, it meaning river. Um, so uh, mm. yeah, that's that's really exciting. And then we still don't see him yet. So I'm like, oh boy, it must have some some kind of design cooked up for this guy because uh, cool details. I don't know, guys. I still think it's killer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I am looking. So I looked Kappa's up on Wikipedia, as one would do. And there's an ukiyo-e painting of a man farting into a kappa's face in order to defend <laughs> against it. I, I kid you not, an ukiyo-e no, painting. No, I know. Yeah, the, 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 the farting ukiyo-e is a very famous series of... Oh I my guess. god, I need yeah, to went, buy those. <laughs> it went viral on the internet a few years ago. They also think that's where your soul is. Yeah, that's what that's one of the other things is that the the kappa he um oh no uh, like they they remove your soul which is supposed <laughs> to be like a little ball and uh, they do it by sticking the hand right because it's supposed to be like in your gut so oh, that's what you're when you're at the okay. riverside watch out <laughs> I have I have two points about this and I know we're getting off track but we always do uh first um Oda's definitely drawing that. Uh, two, second, and I, I don't know who here is going to be our Japanese uh, culture expert, but I know there's that really terrible things that kids do where they put the, oh, you know, the, they, the fingers up the, yeah, up the butt of like a teacher or something that, you know, oh. Greg has told me that this is a thing that happens. Yeah, um, that's the concho. So is that related to this at all or this, or are they just two completely different butt fascinations of Japanese people? <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's that's just it. Uh, okay. You got, okay, you just try. <laughs> Ed, uh, why don't we move on and go to, you know, less lewd material here. <laughs> hey, 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 all right. The bathhouse. Anyway, flower capital, bathhouse. Uh, this is a raid. Uh, a bathhouse is the perfect place to hide. And uh, someone says, that's Hawkins, the headliner from the Animal Kingdom Pirates. I don't know. Nobody move. 
and uh, Drake from the Toby Robo is outside too. Why are they here at the bathhouse? And um, yeah, Hawkins sort of strides in confidently with all his men, um, and <laughs> he has to peek back outside and say, "What are you doing, Drake? Get inside." Um, <laughs> Drake is like, "My job is to eliminate some idiot named Soba Mask. You go ahead and handle the small stuff." Um, and in case, that, in case, uh, in case this, this uh, layout was confusing at all, since I can imagine for some people it probably was. If you if you look carefully, you know you can see that the symbol on the curtain is reversed between the two panels, yep. so that that's how you can tell one is inside oh. and one is outside. And uh, Drake is standing. He he's like he's got this huffy posture. He's like breathing. Like he doesn't want to go in. He doesn't even want to look at it. Um, but back inside, Nami and Shinobu and Robin are there, and uh, Nami says, what should we do, Shinobu? I'm sure they know about us. It's no fair that they'd go after us where we're most vulnerable. And uh, Shinobu says, take cover behind my back. And Robin's like, should we fight? And, you know, Basil Hawkins, the pervert, says, everyone form a line and show us your feet. Oh, those will be more wholesome pages. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, Quentin God. Tarantino over here. Yeah, Rob, Rob Liefeld's just in a corner <laughs> crying. <laughs> uh, oh. yeah, actually, no, the the waiters were the were Rob Liefeld characters. Yeah, very top true. heavy. Um, and he, uh, Hawkins continues. We are arresting anyone here who has the mark of a waning crescent moon on their ankle. I want everyone out here, even the ones in the bath. And uh, Nami says, well, "No, how does he know about that? Search them." Yes, sir. And uh, Shinobu close up and Robin sprouting an eye on Shinobu's hair. Um, you see the plan is leaked. Um, someone hiding back there. Ah, shit. Or shoot, I mean. Uh, as Hawkins' gaze sort of snaps over to where Shinobu is. We can't, from his perspective, we can't see Nami, but uh, you can, I guess you can feel her there. The next page. Steve's. Um, and, uh, I'll just continue doing, uh, Ed's Hawkins voice, like, show yourself as he flips his sword, uh, his actual sword. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, no, the other one, swing. Yeah. Uh, and Robin braces herself. Uh, God forbid we see Robin fight. <laughs> um, she says, I got your back. If anything happens, not me. And she's like, sorry, I, w- I wasn't trying to hide. I'm just simple. Anime girl just walking by in the bathhouse. Don't mind me. As the sword just kind of does the sword interact with her at all? Because I'm taking the sword kind of just comes to a stop. I think it's going in on her, but the towel is in the process of mm. coming undone in that panel. Swish. And uh Hawkins, uh he 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 knows his uh his adversaries in the new world very well. Cause he's like that woman and, uh, the towel sloops off her naked body. Uh, we have onlookers of all shapes and sizes, uh, just in love of, uh, what a national treasure as, uh, oh, God. um, just Nami is like, behold Nami in all her wondrous glory. <laughs> um, to, to be fair, there are men and women, responding mm-hmm. in that ridiculous way. Anyway, go ahead. Um, as the towel er, flaps to the floor, 
uh, yes, causes uh, uh, major amounts of blood loss in the bathhouse as, uh, yeah, Nami's uh, exposed here. Uh, uh, but she quickly covers up Eek. Uh, Shinobu says, utter destruction. <laughs> uh, and we hear, I can't take it. Happiness punch as a uh, big kaboom knocks uh, and knocks just this. I'm, I'm just getting that now that he says that. Yeah, he's yes, the one that yes. says it because <laughs> Sanji remembers the Alabaster arc very well. Yeah. Um, but uh, a, a glurp, a gallon of blood just Ooh. sends a man many ways back crashing into parts of the uh, bathhouse as we see some. Uh, someone covering a child's eyes um, as uh, people gather around this unconscious, uh, bloody man. I says, what? I saw him the other day. It's Soba Mask, as he's muttering. He's covered. He's covered in blood. You could covered in gray blood all over his nice black costume. <laughs> but he's like, oh, no, 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 ample, bountiful, curvaceous. Was that purposely ABC? Yeah, I, I kind of, you know, he, he could probably keep going if he wanted to. <laughs> D is for the way she... No. <laughs> um, and, and I don't, I think this is the first time, is this the first time Robin and Nami have seen this costume? Because they know right away who, whose MO this is. <laughs> As a Sanji, why are you here? And Nami's like, what's with that outfit? Is this like a joke? <laughs> Completely underselling just how cool Soba Mask is. <laughs> At, yeah, not all the I other think, ridiculous yeah. things. <laughs> I think Sanji's doing a good enough job of that on his own. Meanwhile, on the outside, uh, Diaz Drake is, is that the sound of someone saying Soba Mask? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drake has and, a special ability where he could hear anyone say Soba Mask. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like this. <laughs> that sounds like the sound of someone yelling out the name of the person I'm looking for. As uh, one of his cronies says, sounds like he's inside. So uh, at this point, this is when Drake rushes in, says, hey, where's Soba? And uh, he sees a beautiful, uh, probably naked woman in there and uh, falls over. (laughs) Because apparently he cannot handle the sight. Uh, Who is it? Hawkins saying, if you're weak to the side of a woman's body, just say so. (laughs) He says, I'm not weak. (laughs) Um, And then so Nami and Shinobu uh, trying to get out of there. Luckily, they've uh, found some clothes. That's good. Uh, Let's let's get out of here while we can. Um, And then Basil says, you're from the North Blue, aren't you, Drake? Uh, so are you. What of it? That's Germa 66 stealth black. So apparently, um, Basil and uh, or no Drake, they both just know who uh, Germa 66 is. They recognize stealth black. Who's apparently They're both from North Blue? They're all three of these guys. Everyone is from North Blue. Apparently, That's a reunion. Um, yeah. I mean, and I mean, who who doesn't know who stealth black is? He's like the best. Apparently, um, the real thing. And then uh, Sanji, Sanji finally um, shakes out of his stupor from uh, being knocked out by Nami's destructive forces <laughs> and uh, heads out with uh, Nami, Robin, and Shinobu uh, flying away with his 
tower of science. Um, let's just get out of here for now. Trust me, it'll take too long to explain. Uh, and yeah, there, man, he's really flying high. He's like way over the town, actually. Uh, and everyone's shouting after them. They escaped through the air. And Robin asks, did you lose too much blood? <laughs> and of course, Sanji says, I could die happy right now. We know you could, Sanji, we know. Um, so it's no good that they learned about the ankle tattoos. And there's one other bad piece of information. Okay, Sanji knows something here. Beppo and his friends have been captured. So, yeah, Law's, Law's dudes, they've been captured somehow. Um, I think this is the first we're hearing of it. Um, they want to use them to lure out Traffy. We need to get him under control. Oh, oh, oh I guess they, they want to interfere before uh, Law finds out about it and gets upset. Um, or the entire city will plunge into chaos. <laughs> I think uh, probably Nami is asking, uh, and you were doing what during all of this? Fair. Important reconnaissance. Yeah, I'm wondering, Traffy is usually so um, calm, so I'm wondering why specifically they think that's going to destroy the entire city. Anyway, Joe, finish this off. So meanwhile, in, in the land of Ringo and Wano, huh, huh, I found you. Done running away, eh? For coming straight after me, you sure took a while to get here. Shut up! <laughs> so here we see this big, hulking uh, soldier dude with a bunch of weapons on his back. He says, the famed Shushui has already been returned to where it belongs. It was most colorlessly stolen from the grave of the legend legendary samurai Ryuma. Zoro says, I know that. And then, he, then the warrior says, then be smart and turn back, or else I would, I would take the other two katana on your boat as well. Zoro asks him, you a weapon collector? What do you need all those weapons for? As, if, uh, as it happens, we could use a whole bunch of them right now. This is a stroke of luck. I think your weapon collection, and he draws a sword, and they stare each other down, and then they clash. Is going to a new home. Not if I strike you down first, bandit. Uh, so yeah, that ends that ends the chapter very differently. From, what a journey this chapter was. Was um, <laughs> before before we end, just a few things, or before we go through our thoughts. Uh, Stephen, this guy looks like I, I've seen this guy in like Japanese mythological stuff. What is he supposed to look like? Do you know? Um, well, there's some, uh, some of the, uh, I guess, facets of this character that we can, um, make out, uh, a very strong similarity to a historical figure. I'm not sure if he's an actual figure or if it's more of a legendary figure, but, uh, there is a, uh, a person named Benke who was a warrior. Um, I believe, uh, he served or he, he like found the good graces of, uh, Minatomo no Yoshitsune, who was one of the old, um, I don't know, lords or emperors or something. This is this is probably, I think, somewhere between like the ninth to the twelfth century AD yeah, or so. Yeah, so I'm century. looking right this now. Is, yeah, um, real, real period, old. Yeah. Before yeah, before the shogunate and before the um, uh, warring states and all of that stuff. Um, and uh, he was uh, famous for like hating 
<clears throat> I guess like loose, like Ronin style warrior, like bandits. And that he fits. would, yeah, he, he made it like his, his goal to, uh, to steal, to defeat them and steal back their fine weapons and, uh, to collect a bunch of them before he died and he guarded a bridge. Um, and that is where I, I think he met, um, Yoshitsune or that's where he decided to set up, uh, his defense. And, uh, he's actually been mentioned once before in one piece, uh, not in the story itself, but in the author's notes, because he famously was in a battle where he was holding the line and uh, they shot him full of arrows from a distance and he died in the battle. And then uh, they came back and found him uh, still standing dead with all of the arrows in him. Um, and so that's like uh, it's it's like the the death pose of Benkei or something like that. That's what the, they call it in Japanese. And so that refers to dying on your feet um, and staying there. And so Oda, you know, compared uh, Whitebeard's death to yeah. that. And it was in his uh, author comment, I think, around that time. Um, so, um, yeah, and he uh, he used a uh, like a halberd style thing like this, like the I forget if it's Whitebeard used the, the same thing, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, it's like the long pole arm with the uh, curved blade on the end. So, halberd or something like that. Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of an Asian halberd. Uh, and so uh, that's um, we don't know this character's name yet, obviously. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if it is is Benke or if Oda is just kind of using that uh, kind of template as the model for a character and he's going to call him something else. But um, at any rate, that's uh, very strongly what he is evoking here with this guy. It, it says it's also the subject of a 1952 Akira Kurosawa movie called The Men Who Tread on the Tiger's Tail. And apparently mm-hmm. he had seven weapons, uh, broadaxe, rake. A sickle, a wooded mallet, a saw, an iron staff, and a half moon spear. How many of those do we see in the mm-hmm. background there? I mean, we I see, see a the rake. Yeah, I think the idea being that he has all kinds of weapons and he's kind of a master of all of them. So I see the hammer. That's pretty cool trying to find those seven there. <clears throat> I did hear somewhere that um, he he was on some sort of, uh, Ben K was on some sort of mission to collect, or he collected like 999 um, weapons from people who he thought weren't worthy of owning these weapons. And then it was Mm. on the 1000th one that he lost to some guy um, and then therefore became his follower. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, after collecting 999 swords. Yeah, that was it. So, um, I don't know. I wonder if, you know, uh, is Zoro going to defeat him? I mean, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) well, it definitely looks like it's a more even match than Zoro usually gets just like to start this one little clash here. Um, I I like the detail too. I didn't really notice this the first time, but looking at it now that, um, like the, uh, the markings on his face, I think that's actually facial hair because it like, overlaps the edges of his like cowl uh, that he's wearing. So I guess that's like his beard and his mustache, which is I, there's definitely, I've definitely seen figures that have that face. That's a different thing mm-hmm. than, than Benkai, I guess. Cause the mm. pictures of Benkai I'm seeing don't look quite like that. Oh, anyway. the one on the far left is called a Sasubata, the two prong thing. Yeah, cool. that's right. Hmm. Uh, anyway, We'll do a separate podcast on all the weapons that he has on his back. Uh, Jonna, let's start with you. What did you think of this chapter? Oh, man. So many things. It's it's a really cool uh, chapter, really fun. I mean, one, one thing that I um, 
when I was first reading through it, one thing that really caught my attention was, uh, let me see what page it was. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot. It was page four and five. Um, when you see Luffy down there at the bottom, like in, in his post. So I, I've been noticing this whole arc, how Luffy's just shirtless this whole time. <laughs> um, and, and it really is something that we don't see a lot. We don't see Luffy completely shirtless most of the time. Oda usually gives him some sort of outfit. And, and I've been thinking to myself, like, first of all, that's weird. Why is he doing that? And second, you know, why is Luffy so beefy? <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I, mean, I noticed it was obvious. Yeah. He's yeah, so hunky. He's, he's, <laughs> really, he's a beefcake right now. And, and I, I was, it, it just caught me by surprise because in the scene when he's sitting there with his, you know, hands cuffed and, um, you know, he's flexing. He's flexing and everything. It it hit me. It's because he looks a lot like Ace. Hmm. I I wonder if Oda is intentionally drawing him to make him look more and more like Ace because he is kind of playing the role that Ace kind of would have been here, you know, sa hmm. saving everyone. And and if if Ace had returned to to Wano, hmm. so that that was one thing that just, just caught my eye. I was like, why you know why is he beefy? <laughs> And that's that's my little theory on it. But also, um, I mean, in in uh, one thing, I also wanted to ask you guys. Uh, it was someone uh, several episodes back on the on the podcast had mentioned that anything is possible in One Piece, except for tentacle porn. <laughs> um, and I, I wanted to ask about the the previous. Um, <laughs> Except when we see the uh, octopi scrubbing down Nami and Robin, uh, is anyone going to take back that statement? Who said that? <laughs> I, it was episode five thirty nine. Can we okay. figure that? I don't remember who uh, it was. That's a while ago. So I'll, while ago, but someone I'll said go it. back to the tapes. Um, I'll try and figure that out before. Well, I don't know when the hell we would have said that. So. I mean, what was that, you guys, or maybe maybe I heard it somewhere else? But either way, it's been stated. No, it sounds it sounds like something one of us would say. Yeah, I, don't know. Uh, I would I would think so. But anyway, that's that's a theory, and now it's a uh, you know I don't know I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we are often wrong, so I am fine saying we seem to have been wrong. I I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I don't know. I've I, I've heard this somewhere. So yeah, you know, no, maybe. no. This is this is a very upfront establishment. There's none of that uh, going on behind closed doors at this bathhouse. It's a very clean enterprise. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you're you're right. It's very very proper. <laughs> Wait, it's Stephen. It's co-ed. Anyway, That's um, so weird to me. I know that is bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that was bizarre to me. Do do they even? I'm not gonna ask. Ask even. Um, any other thoughts, Trona? Trona? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, that's. I'm good. Those are those are my two main things. Uh, God's will. Yeah. Uh, so much happened this episode. Um, like we're almost like you know towards the end. Uh, I forgot that Luffy has already started this fight. You know, like that he's about to go into like this tournament arc. I think, or I don't know. Maybe it's not gonna last that long, but um. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to see like how that's gonna go. Um, I remember like the last episode you guys mentioned like how you guys don't like Sanji being a perv, and usually I, I agree with that. Like I hate him, especially like during like Fisherman Island, like being a perv, like that got in the way all the time. Um, but this scene right here actually cracked me up a lot. 
I don't know why uh, this particular one, but I think um, maybe it's it's sort of him being able to realize his dream from Thriller Bark um, when he wanted that invisibility, and he got super angry that he couldn't have invisibility anymore. But then now it's you know he's, he's living out his dream, even though it is horrible. Um, I think it just sort of cracked me up. It's like, yeah, you're finally doing what you want, man. Do it. Um, and then what else? Um, I'm really excited to see. I mean, this hearing you guys talk about Benkei uh, has got me more hyped for this particular fight that's about to happen with Zoro. Um, like, I really haven't been feeling too much about Zoro for this particular arc, which has been a little strange. You know, I usually love Zoro um, doing his thing, but um, this particular arc, I don't know, it just sort of felt a little flat to me, but now seeing him uh, come in contact with this particular guy um, has got me hyped up. So, I love this whole chapter right here. Uh, let's go to Steven. All right. Um, yeah, I, I was, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm a little, a little lukewarm on this chapter. Um, although I think there's some, some great stuff. I, I was a little disappointed that it has an awesome catchy name like sumo inferno and there's no actual sumo wrestling in this, um, in this chapter because, uh, I really love the um, the fight that uh, Luffy had with um, Urashima in the town when he when they were doing all the the sumo stuff. That I think that was one of the most fun scenes of this arc so far. And um, you know, I think obviously this is just the first stage. Uh, you know, we're we're setting up for I think Luffy and Queen to uh, to do some some sumo wrestling. But uh, it, it felt a little bit like, OK, yeah, you know, this is like I said, we're kind of checking off the, the checklist of like bring bring all these nameless schlubs in in there to uh, to taunt him and deliver all the usual like, oh, you're never going to survive. And then, you know, he instantly um, knocks them out. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I guess it's uh, uh, you know, I guess it, it's kind of a necessary step for for what Oda set up. But it, it did feel a, a little bit like uh, going through the motions. Um, but the, um, uh, you know, seeing him use the, the hockey was fun, uh, you know, to have Luffy like a step closer to, to freedom with his, uh, his cuffs off is, is nice. And, uh, definitely the, the last little bit with, um, Kawamatsu laughing that doing the Kappa laugh definitely got me hyped up. Um, I, I can't wait to see, uh, what he does with that character. Um, the, uh, the, the bathhouse scene. Yeah. Like when you, last week when you guys were, um, uh, we're, we're saying like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I guess it's some obligatory fan service. Uh, thank God that Sanji wasn't there. And I really had to just bite my tongue to be like, oh, I don't know what you're going to think about next week. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I guess I, I think that like from a functional standpoint beyond just like, OK, Sanji gets to to, you know, make use of this power just so we get it out of the way, um, because, you know, that, that that's what he was going to to use it for. Um, but I think it was also setting up, uh, you know, like uh, Hawkins and Drake seeing him, or at least as the, you know, the the Germa Double Six uh, figure. Um, and, and so I think that's like Odo was setting up something there. Um, but I honestly, I I would have appreciated a little bit of a wrinkle in the gag because it just sort of felt like, again, it was like, okay, yep, there he goes. He he did the blood spurt, but you know, this time he's in costume. I guess that's the really the only difference um so yeah i don't know i it, it didn't it didn't really do a whole lot for me as far as like the 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 gag part of it um but i again i also 
uh, the last line there when Nami's like, you were, wait, what were you doing with all of this emergency happening? I thought that was, that was pretty funny though. Um, and then, yeah, the, um, the, the thing with Benke was, was really cool. I liked that, uh, Ringo is shown, uh, snowing. So, you know, similar to the United States, it seems like Wano anywhere you go, you know, one place it's snowing and the other place it's like 90 degrees and, um, you just, you never know. <laughs> what kind of weather you'll get uh, in these different areas. So I think Oda's definitely like, you know, he, he's doing the whole Japanese seasons thing with these regions where uh, each one has a, a different look and that's, that's kind of cool. So um, I hope we get a little bit more time with Zoro and, and this guy, since it feels like we've gotten like one page at most um, for most of his scenes. So maybe now that we're actually getting somewhere that, you know, Zoro's either going to recruit this guy or he's going to, you know, he's going to either give them a bunch of weapons or going to help them recruit a bunch of samurai or something. Um, I feel like that's it's going to pay off. And so I hope we get to see a little bit more of Zoro than just like one set of pages at a time, because uh, uh, he's been I, like I agree with Godzilla. He's been a little bit shortchanged this this arc so far. So uh, let's get some more Zoro. Uh, mm, agreed. Uh, Joe. Thoughts on the chapter? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought this chapter was pretty right. Uh, I was just rereading the bit with Zoro, and I didn't realize that um, in the text bubble was like coming straight at, coming straight after you. It's it sounds like Zoro was looking for Bengi. So it's like it makes me think uh, if Zoro heard about Bengi from somewhere and thought like to go steal his weapons for their war. Yeah, I was curious about something. Do did we actually see Zoro's sword get stolen? Because he's this guy's reclaimed no. shoots me. We haven't seen any of that, so it's just sort of referenced as happening. Wasn't yeah. that at the beginning when we first saw Zoro and Wano? Because they they yeah. had him on trial and they took sushi. Ah, uh, right? yeah, okay. she's right. Yeah, but, that's right. But I need to go back to was, the beginning of Wano. But he was running off to catch the thief like last chapter when he right. saw him. So that's my assumption was that he. Like Benke had come along and stolen it, and Zoro just ran after him, and this is where he finally okay. tracked him down. Yeah, yeah. that, makes uh, sense. that yeah. was yeah. my interpretation. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, I really liked the um the Luffy parts. Like any like I've just like really liked Luffy throughout the whole Wano arc. Um, I'm excited to see him uh just throw down with all these war uh smile users uh Kaido's dudes and. Uh, I'm excited for um, Kawamatsu. Do you think that Queen is going to throw in the the you know the smile users first and then go, or do you think it's just going to go straight to Queen? Hmm. I don't know. He uh, seems like a guy who has fun. Like I'm not sure if he's that serious that he would just get right to it. It hmm. might also be like an off-camera thing, you know, that uh, Luffy just beats because he's going to beat them. I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, that's no. Yeah, I know it, it's it no be, fun, but yeah. It so, would be pretty funny just to go, like, just come back to Luffy and just a pile of bodies just surrounding him. It's like, mm-hmm. we can't get him. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think um, they'd go through the trouble of putting the ring on him, like the, the collars, if we weren't going to get to see at least a good bit of the action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Joe, any other? Yeah, go ahead. Any other thoughts? Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with the heart pirates. I mean, I, I feel like everyone knows they're my favorite or one of my favorites. Um, 
So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I'm a fan. I'm especially a fan of uh, Law's crew, so I'm, I, I'm sure they'll be fine. But <laughs> I'm curious as to what, what happened and how they got caught and where they are at the moment. Um, it's an interesting is, thread. Uh, penguin, penguin ex Shachi for life. Yes. <laughs> Ed knows me. Um, <laughs> Steve. Uh, it was a fun chapter. Um, has its moments. Uh, kind of glad we're out of the bathhouse now. It's, uh, it's, it's happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we let it happen. Um, Again? I, I do like the callback. I, I think actually calling back to uh, that moment in the Alabasta bathhouse uh, made me take this a lot less seriously. I'm like, eh, this has happened before. So <laughs> nothing already everybody hasn't seen. Um, I, I, I do like now Drake's weird quirk of uh, he, he's, he's shy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he, he's like maybe hopefully like a less extreme version of Polly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you guys remember that, he was all like, "Oh, all these, all these women in these mini skirts." Uh, while Drake is just like, "Oh my, uh, I'll, I'll be outside. Uh, <laughs> I need to lay down." Yeah, he's so innocent. <laughs> um, I wonder if he'll get a new fan base now because the girls will think he's he's cute and modest. <laughs> Is he like a male old... version of a Sundere or something? Well, Sundere is all like, I don't care if you're naked. Okay. Uh, I, I do like also callbacks because, you know, putting these collars on Luffy was a big deal. But as soon as uh, Queen was just like, oh, you know, you're going to have to compete in sumo. And Luffy's like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Luffy's not scared at all because Luffy already beat uh, the Yokozuna of Wano. Steve, and, it's uh, exactly it's exactly like uh, Homer's uh, punishment in hell with the donuts. It's like, oh, you're gonna punish me, yes, by doing sumo. I mean, I was actually watching that episode of DBZ where Boo breaks into a bakery and sits at the end of the <laughs> conveyor belt. <laughs> same, I think that's where the Simpsons. It's the same from. joke. Yeah. I guess yeah, that was before the Simpsons did it. Wow, um, or was Adam, it the same yeah. time? It might have been around he, the same time. He is old. It was like yeah. 94. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that when was season four of the Simpsons? That was season four of the Simpsons, right? 93, I think. Ooh, that was like the same exact time. That's a little Pretty weird. Much. Yeah. Um, anyway, do, Steve, we interrupted. I do love Simpsons the look references. of this guy, uh, this, this weapons dude confronting Zoro. Uh, I didn't know Zoro didn't have Shusui. I thought he still had it. Um, I was a little he, confused about that. Yeah. This, they mentioned it quickly last week, um, or was it two yeah. weeks ago? Yeah, the, it was a very offhand thing. Is it the thing. same? Oh, by the way, Beppo and his friends have been captured. It's like, oh, by the way, the Shusui has been stolen. Basically, maybe even now less here's obvious. our Nami. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a gag chapter. Like, there's so many gags. Yeah, uh, I like. It. I just I, I like Hawkins and Drake being used more and acting like One Piece characters. It's yep. going to make me like characters more. Uh, I, I like when One Piece doesn't take itself so seriously. So uh, it was fun. It was fun. Fun chapter. Ed, yeah. I yeah, As I said, I really enjoyed the gags in this chapter. Like the rolling away the cart, all the Rizo gags. Um, Luffy just being so happy to be like let out of out of handcuffs. He's like, oh man, you're great. I'm going to, you know, we're gonna, I'm going to win. Um, <laughs> putting Luffy in like mortal danger. 
um, it, it's interesting to see. Like he looks so much more. Um, he's very confident here. He's very. He seems more mature. I guess maybe that's just because he has a shirt off. The word you're looking for is beef. <laughs> no, is beefy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beef. Beefy T. Beefy T. Luffy. Beefy T. Luffy. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. And I'm glad that we um I was really dreading like the bathhouse stuff after last week, but they actually made it like it's over quickly and like all the men are like the punchlines. Like Sanji has a ridiculous nosebleed and he's like the and he's he still gets to be a little bit cool because he like rescues them out of there. And um like Hawkins and Drake doing like a um a straight man, funny man bit of like Drake being this sort of <laughs> he's basically afraid of girls drake is um and hawkins is like come on man you're you can't do this uh what's wrong with you and uh just getting those gags i'm excited for the kawamatsu there's a lot of intrigue there like i I still can't help but feel like things are moving a little bit slowly but and there's an extent to which i wish we would focus on one thing per chapter but we're still sort of setting things up so i guess we get to get that uh that kind of focus later on um, I'm curious to see how they figured out about like the plan. What, what, how, who leaked the like, the crescent yeah. moon thing? Yeah, that's um, that's interesting. It's the work uh, of crescent moon Gary. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, that's yeah, really I watched that for the first time. I watched that movie for the first time not too long ago, and um, was it romance it looks- on? No, was that um, wait? Wasn't he the villain in the first movie? No, no. no. No, he was in Romance Dawn. Didn't they do a special though? Yeah, way like, back. Yeah, that, was the, that, was, one. Yeah. that was like ten years ago. Uh, it was along with um like the Sun Goku. Vegeta has a brother. Yes, Tarble. <laughs> that was the, that that was that two set of uh, of, of specials. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, um yeah, excited for Zoro. Uh, not really like I, I wanna see him have a cool fight and we get to have one like early in the arc. I'm excited for that. And uh, hopefully he gets to like have another cool fight afterwards because Hopefully it's not off screened. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. But like he has had not many like strenuous, hard fights at all. He's been too strong like since the time skip. Like he's like blown through everyone who's challenged him. And yep. he uh <laughs> Like we're on Sword Island. What are you? Gonna, how, how are we gonna have Zoro not like have multiple fights and then he's got to lose at some point? We're like, on Sword like, Island. Just, yeah. <laughs> I think Wano could be the spot. But I don't think it'll be this guy. No. I don't yeah, I agree. I, I would like to see this be a little bit of like a challenge. Maybe not a struggle, you but a challenge. You have to you have to play Zoro in Slobberknocker mode and just run the gauntlet, and eventually he's gonna lose. Yeah. Ed, help me out here. <laughs> sounds like a video game thing uh any anything else ed no that's it but yeah zach uh yeah no i'll I'll give my two cents um i'm like this was a very not to excuse the pun beefy chapter um (laughs) a lot of beef in here a lot of beef in here (laughs) there's a lot of meat there was there this definitely it felt like a lot it felt like three completely distinct chapters i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing i guess it's a good thing it's like we get three for the price of one um, so I'll, I'll go through each of my three quickly. Um, the first was my favorite, um, because I love Luffy. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I think we mentioned last week. Luffy, it's like, I'm home. <clears throat> Luffy, uh, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you knock out all these guys? Um, 
So nah, I use my hockey. <laughs> no, Luffy. Wait, who's, who's talking to Luffy? <laughs> oh I got lost in this in, in this bit. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Um. So yeah, no, I, I think we were mentioning how Luffy is like get like who's your favorite to see in a particular chapter, and Luffy is always. At, at least uh, always in this arc is uh, whenever I see him, you know, it's I'm excited to see what is happening in the chapter. I'm more invested, I feel like, than especially the middle section of this. Um, yeah, Luffy definitely has grown up here. And uh, it's but at the same time, right after that, that beefy page, when he gets his uh, when he gets <laughs> the uh <laughs> Right after he gets his handcuffs off, he's doing that ridiculous little dance there. Like, hey, look, look at me. I got these off. Oh, you're really nice. Um, you know, being normal, normal old Luffy. Um, so, yeah, he's just Luffy, but he's uh, been working out a little more. He didn't skip arms, arms day um, or legs day. Oh, I guess maybe maybe skip legs day. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I love all of that. Queen, I have been a fan of. Nothing, nothing new in this except for the Kawamatsu thing. Uh, which now I'm super excited for after the the farting thing that we discussed this week. So um, now I'm psyched because I could always go for a good fart joke. Um, anyway, uh, the hazards your favorite arc. That's what I've always said. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of gas in that. Um, anyway, uh, Drake, I I did like the additional uh, character uh, trait of him being shy. Hawkins is just the the mood killer guy. You know, he's just like, okay, everyone, do this. He's their yeah. law. Show yeah. me your feet. <laughs> <laughs> he could say something like that, and yet it still be kind of just lame. Um, that is Hawkins for you. Um, uh, Sanji, you know my thoughts. Um, but the Zoro... Um, the Zoro and uh, we'll call him Benke for now. Uh, that stuff I'm super excited for. I love that character design. I love learning everything we learned about him. Thank you, Stephen, uh, this week. And the fact that that might be facial hair is also pretty damn awesome. Um, also, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I love winter islands and just winter settings in general. Even though I'm sick of it here, um, I I love it in, in One Piece especially. Uh and some of like that's I probably like Punk Hazard more because it took place in a winter landscape for the most part. Um, so th- this will be cool. I think in the anime it'll also be cool because that uh, white aesthetic. Uh, it's kind of that um, the Force Awakens thing, you know. It just or it uh, looks, Kill Bill at the end of Kill or Kill Bill, Bill, yeah, at the end of the first uh, volume. Uh, I just also want to say that I love that Ben K has a big, bright Irish nose. rose red nose for St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. It's cold. <laughs> It's cold there, okay? His nose is running a little bit. Uh, it happens to all of us. Um, yeah, so I, I enjoyed this chapter. Um, not like the best of Wano, but it, it was, uh, as I said, beefy. Um, so with that, why don't we go into the next segment? Oh, actually, before we do, uh, God's Will and Jana, you want to tell people where they could contact you since you're going to be headed off? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead. Uh, well... Uh, I don't really uh, get out there on social media too much. I tend to be a bit more private. So I do have one public-facing account, which is uh, Pudicat Cosplay on Instagram. Um, You can find me there, reach out to me if you have any questions about Funimation, what we do. Um, That's all good. Mm -hmm. So that's me. And then uh, I am on um, 
Twitter and Instagram. I finally changed my name to be something more professional, I guess. So it's my full name, Godzilla Ugwa Jr. on Twitter and Instagram. And then also I run the One Piece pages on Facebook and Twitter. So that'll be One Piece Anime on uh, Twitter and then One Piece Official on Facebook, the one with the blue check mark. Uh, and please uh, check that out. Follow the page. Um, we've been doing a lot with um, this uh, binging series. We're doing the Mary's binge on the Twitter page, and I tried to put something out from each episode. Uh, and then on the Facebook page, uh, we just have a lot of fun with it. Okay, cool. Um, Joe, you had one more thing you want to say? <laughs> yeah, so um, Steve mentioned some, uh, about Luffy's collar, and it made me think. So in Sabbathy, um, he mentions the Celestial Dragon collars, and in Sabbathy, Rayleigh actually removes his collar and Kami's collar somehow, and they don't actually explain how that happened. So I thought, wouldn't it be kind of cool if like, it's something to do with hockey and he t- somehow taught Luffy how to do it? So it's like after Luffy beats all the guys, he just like rips the collar off and <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Yeah. And maybe that's why he was celebrating that. Yeah, you let me go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he can use hockey now. So he, I, I guess he doesn't see a purpose to take it off until he's done. Um, yeah, yeah that, that's a cool idea. Um, so yeah, Godsville and Jonna, thank you guys for coming on. Hope to have you back again soon, especially for sure. yeah. yeah, especially as the marathon ends, which is in July, right? For the anniversary. Oh uh, no, it ends October twenty. October. Oh, that makes more sense, actually. I was thinking of the manga. Um, but yeah, cool. Thanks for coming on. And Thanks, let's go uh, Let's go into some anime. All right. This is the anime recap for episode 876, Man of Humanity and Justice, Jimbei, A Desperate Massive Ocean Current. Fishman. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm your host, Sam, and today we have, as you can hear, we have our good friend, Ed. Hey there. The title card for this episode begins at 3 minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, we get a little series of reactions from the Charlotte kids watching the sunny burn to flames. There's a lot of still backgrounds and panning in the first half of this episode yeah the the queen mama shanter is is bearing down on us this whole time it looks just massive they got this uh new way that they like cgi the ocean all the time that i kind of like the way it looks it's kind of bright and sort of i I like that Mm -hmm. but does sort of highlight that there's a lot of just still shots of boats and islands in this episode um, Although they, they, do, they do rise to an emotional climax by the end of it. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I thought this episode was pretty surprisingly uh, good looking throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, wherever there is uh, stillness, it doesn't. It, it never felt egregious. Yeah. Uh, we have Pero Sparrow and Big Mom. Big Mom is still just like in bliss from the cake. She's got hard eyes. She's like laying on her back. Uh, just like daydreaming about how big, how good the cake was. Uh, this really like old school like chime music comes mm-hmm. in. I think it, I feel like it was from like East Blue flashbacks. This is old old music. Yeah, yeah. Paris uh, Sparrow's just watching her like, what did they put in that cake? 
so weird by the end of this episode to see Big Mom just acting normally. Yeah. Like, like, like the way she was when she first appeared. Carol Sparrow's saying, uh, Mama, you're our captain, so I have to inform you. And he's trying to catch her up on the whole straw hats are dead, Bedge escaped. Uh, we come back to everyone huddled around the, the burning ship, and they're starting to realize that it is not the Thousand Sunny that's burning. Is actually the Sun Pirate ship, and then we get a little flashback it's of. It's funny that the person who notices is Moscato, Minister of Gelato. Um, <laughs> I mean, his weird, his weird pastel hair. Uh, we have a little flashback of explaining what happened for the audience. Uh, what out to me from beneath the ocean, just like grabbed the Sunny, pulled it down, and swapped it out with the the Sun Pirate ship, which they. Uh, one other way to remind us is like Fisher Tiger ship, which makes it a little extra sad. Yeah, I did not remember that from the manga. Although it does, it does kind of weird. Familiar. Like, yeah, it's kind of although it's kind of weird when they get pulled. The Sunny gets pulled under, and no, and like people just sort of stay with the boat, even though they're not holding on to anything. Yeah, <laughs> like they could have, uh, they could have tightened that up a little bit. There's some laws of physics that I think, <laughs> with all the Devil Fruit users too. Like I get, like Jimbe is looking unbothered by it, but yeah. Oh, I mean, you see, just you see, like Brooke, around. like choking on his on his non lungs, right? Um. So, oh, there's this, uh, there's this really great shot. Like while everyone's underwater, there's this, like the camera is kind of zooming past, like Nami and then Sanji and then Carrot. Like it, I, I pointed it out because it was in the uh, next episode preview from last week. I just, I think it's a really <laughs> beautiful looking shot, and I love. I love like the teal water, mm-hmm. like the color. The, the colors in these this final stretch of episode, the color work has just been amazing. I think. Yeah, and part of that was the ocean, the, the CGI ocean that they do now that I was talking about. Yeah. Uh. So, the uh, <laughs> oven is like, uh, no, we can't have this, and he's boiling the water. Everything with oven specifically is like extra well animated. Mm-hmm. Like. Whoever was like on his scenes is, is really bringing it. Um, and the, the, the heat, instead of just like boiling the water normally, the heat is like coming in as these, these like series of like snakes. They're like, you don't really get how that works through the water. It's kind of cool. It's super cool. And uh, it's like piercing uh, Waratsumi. Uh, you see like the, the heat is like kind of consuming Waratsumi's body. And he like has to like reemerge from the water and let the the sunny go. <laughs> he spits out the straw heads. Yeah, uh, Luffy is calling him Wadakichi, and uh, the the big mom pirates are now shooting their cannons. And Wadatsumi is putting his arms out, trying to get in the way, making sure that none of the the cannonballs hit the the straw hats. Uh, he's like, I was I was a bad boy on Fishman Island, and he's kind of going over. Uh, I guess his guilt for for being part of Hody Jones's crew, and also, I mean, they they rely on a lot of fla- I think more flashbacks than they need in this episode. I think to pad out time. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that, uh, but I, I mean, it's it's it's. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know if we needed all of those flashbacks. It was not overkill for me, except for like maybe towards the end. Mm. Um. Uh, we get some Fishman Island flashbacks. Uh, ovens. Blasting him with more heat from behind, and it looks like he's really hurting. Uh, but but, but what to me is literally in flames. Yeah, what to me is like he's he's burning alive, 
and he's giving this cool speech about how determined the sun pirates are. We're like, we've made up our minds. We are going to, we're going to save and, and you because, guys. And because you care about, I, I care about the sun pirates. I enjoyed that mm-hmm. because sun pirates are awesome. Yeah. We get the cool, the, the cool movie five music, mm. uh, kicks in the parts of the Caribbean sounding stuff as, uh, we get another. We get another flashback of the the sign pirates huddled around and making and making their decision to uh, save the Star Hats at all costs. Um, I think it's kind of hard to tell exactly what's going on here, but I think Aladdin just like yanks Wadatsumi completely under the water, just like with the strength of his arm. Yeah, that, yeah, that's. I think that's what happens. And they get this cool shot of the uh, big mom ship bearing down on them. That was that was pretty cool. Looking. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. We kind of there's kind of a lot of reaction shots and like the some pirates getting ready for battle uh, right yep. up until the eye catch. What I thought would have been really classy is if this is when they introduced Jim Bay's wanted poster into the, into the eye catches. Yeah, yeah. They uh, haven't done that. I guess they still haven't done that then. Yeah, like what's what's Jim Bay's theme music? You know. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I don't know. Uh, so we come back and. Uh, we see Aladdin using the ocean shoulder throw, like the thing that Jim Bay used to throw Luffy into the the three admirals mm-hmm. confrontation in Marineford. Uh, we see Aladdin doing that, and it looks really cool. Uh, we get, we I guess we get an Aladdin versus Oven fight. Uh, they're kind of well, they're yeah. they're hashing it out a bit throughout the rest of this episode. You um, kept betraying us all those times. You betrayed us. <laughs> uh. Big action scene. Sun pirates are giving it their all. Uh, we've we've kind of gotten the idea of of you know how this goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jimbe, he's he's just watching it. He's just sort of amazed by what his crew is doing for him, and he starts giving the straw hats instructions like, bail the water out of the sunny quickly. It's it's slowing you down. Uh, repair the holes and like he's given all these uh, instructions for how to for what he would normally do as the helmsman. But apparently he's now giving this job to the crew again, and you you kind of lost like Jimbei. Why are you why are you telling us to do this? It sounds like you want to stay behind or something. Uh, yeah, Brooke was at the wheel at one point. <laughs> he's he's saying he can't leave his friends behind. Uh, Luffy looks really pissed, like the disrespect. How could you? And and Luffy's like, okay, well, if you're staying behind, then we're staying behind too. And uh, Jinbei has to stop him and be like, no, 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 I've got a plan. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna help my crew in a way that's gonna guarantee your survival. It's gonna guarantee their survival, and then I will I will come back. I promise. Um, and uh, you know, Luffy does the whole. Don't forget, I'm your captain now. He's got the the towel wrapped around him, and he looks like, he looks like a captain's coat. Um, we'll be waiting in Wano. Uh, and Jinbei is saying thank you. The, the tone is very strange because Luffy is so he's so stern, he's a, like almost like aggressively yeah. stern. Like he's uh, it, it feels uh more serious than usual. Like you almost question whether or not like Jinbei is gonna you know ever come back mm-hmm. after this. But you know he kind of has to. But Luffy was so forceful about it. Yeah, uh, and I I can't tell if if there's supposed to be kind of like an edge here, like there's kind of a darkness to it, or if it's Luffy just being like taking his captain job seriously. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, but Jinbei, he's he's bowing his head. He's smiling. He's like, thank you, uh, thank you, thank you for giving me this chance to to help my my crew one last time. Uh, Luffy's mm-hmm. saying, "Don't die, no matter what." Uh, and this is the big mom scene scene you were talking about. She's on like Parasparos made her a little jet jet ski slug frog. It's a I think it's frog a frog a jet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a frog, but she's riding it like it's a little jet ski. Her voice is back to normal. She's well, it, uh, like she's it taking sounds, things seriously. Yeah. It sounds like way more subdued than normal. Uh, like I don't know if she's if if Mommy Koyama is trying to make her sound a little tired or uh, burnt out, but she's she sounds like a normal. She she doesn't sound like she's crazy and exuberant like normal. Yeah, she sounds refreshed. Like all she needed was cake and a nap, <laughs> and she's feeling good. Yeah, it's her it's her morning voice. Um, the tail, like her tongue hangs out of her mouth and she's laughing. Yeah. That's a pretty good, pretty good moment. Yeah, she wants to make Luffy into a super powerful homie. The we get a scene with the fire tank pirates. They've uh, taken over one of the heart ships because their ship has uh, burnt up. And they're just like, well, I guess that's that. <laughs> um, I like this really cool shot of Aladdin, like jumping into the air and, and, you know, like ending up in front of the moon before he like dives back down and keeps fighting Oven. Uh, mm-hmm. Oven knocks him back, and Jinbei catches Aladdin under the sea, and they're having their moment. Under uh, the sea. Yeah, and Jinbei Sorry. is saying, "No, no, no, don't worry. I'm, I am for sure a Straw Hat pirate now. Just want to, want to help you guys. Send me off right. Make sure we I, all you know, I, survive." I do like how that Aladdin and Oven fight was a little. It, it was like over animated. It was great. Yeah, a little Sakuga on that. Uh, so Jim, part of what Jim Bay wants to do is he wants to help his crew create this like ocean current where they're all like swimming in different directions and affecting how the, the current moves. This uh, looked really cool. And it, it basically creates like a wall where the, the big mom parrots between the big mom parrots and the, the straw hats. So the straw hats can keep sailing. And then our final scene of the episode is. Uh, Morgan's and Stussy, they're in Morgan's little, what is it? It's like a, it's not a hot air balloon because it's being lifted by a bunch of seagulls. <laughs> I mean, it's, um, or news coos. Yeah. It's like a, a bird gondola. Yeah. Um, they're just hanging out together and, uh, Morgan's is very into the whole, the whole scene. He's getting ready to write his big puff piece on Luffy. Uh, and Stussy's like wondering why he's so interested in Luffy specifically. And, uh, Morgan's goes on to, Talk about the worst generation, like oh, you know the worst generation, right? And I don't know why he's asking that, asking her and that I, because of course the disrespect. He does not include Zoro. <laughs> yeah, he includes Killer, but not Zoro. And he just Damn. just to waste like a good minute. He he names all of the worst generation uh, minus Zoro, and and he also adds Blackbeard. Well, Blackbeard is considered worst generation, right? Not a supernova, right? Uh, and he's saying soon amongst from from somebody among the worst generation, a new king of the pirates will be born. Mm. To be continued. Yeah, I love that that the uh, the painting thing that they do with um, the big mom ship and the current in the yeah. background. Yeah, that, yeah, they, so, you know, it's like it's like a, it's like a painting. They they just do that to have a one exceptional like frame and hold on it for a while. And it looks, uh, it looks yeah, nice. That's a pretty common, uh, Toei thing. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a one piece thing at least. I know. Yeah. Uh, general thoughts in the episode, Ed. 
Uh, the first half was slow. I thought the emotional sort of heft was in the back end, but I did like some of that art, especially at the end. And the the Jimbei scenes were, um, you know, they were genuinely emotional. And um, yeah, it's uh, again, there was just sort of stretching and padding, and you know, I, for the most part, I was entertained. Though. Yeah, one of the things I I forgot to mention in the Jimbei Luffy scene is the the don't die no matter what line like in the manga it just you just kind of assume you're just making a declaration like oh just i i demand you don't die uh but Mm -hmm. in the anime this is the point where you hear luffy's voice break like there's some actual like fear like like almost like he doesn't 100 percent believe what he's saying um which is interesting choice yeah uh yeah i thought this episode was like really good. Like I'm surprised that the anime has looked this good for like five episodes in a row now. <laughs> like it's been a while. It feels like it's been a while since there was like a really butt looking episode. Um, yeah, it's not the uh, it's not the visuals that I usually have the problem with most weeks. Yeah, I mean, there's like a different. There's a very specific kind of visual quality that I tend to hope for um just in terms of like do i does it feel good on my eyes you know regardless of mm-hmm. whether it's like overly animated or not like the, does does it just like is it massaging my eyeballs or not <laughs> and I, I i get that very rarely from one piece but i feel like i'm getting that very consistently lately mm-hmm. um yeah the next episode preview because next week's the finale, and I'm I'm worried. That I actually did not did not watch it this week. They don't show anything interesting in it. Like I don't I don't know if they're just showing restraint for once, or is it the Reverie next week, or is it something no, else? No, it's the it's just the final. It's it's the okay. last Whole Cake Island episode. Hmm. And I'm just hoping they're not like gonna stretch it out or anything. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we know when they're starting the Reverie though. Yeah, which is but I mean, it, it, who knows how much of it. How much of an episode will actually have the reverie, but they can say that the reverie is starting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that okay. should do it. Are you ready to move on to the next segment? I uh, sure am. All right, let's go. Together segment where we got all this beef. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, for doing that the for me. The beef together segment. The beef together <laughs> segment. Go. There you go. Oh, there we go. Uh, we have questions, comments, and theories, and it's extra muscly. Um, God, this took such a weird direction. Um, Ed, if we start out with email. No, the other one. <laughs> oh right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any emails this week, but we do have disc piece, and we have the person who has the disc piece on. Joe, do you want to do you want to ask your question? Um, yeah. So, uh, basically, Skechers released new designs in their One Piece series, and it's a Marineford themed set. And they've got Blackbeard, Marco, Whitebeard, Jimbei, Boa Hancock, and then new designs for Luffy and Law. But I just thought it was funny that there's no ace at all at the very <laughs> well, least. He, he's dead. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's the it would just be it would just be a charred shoe <laughs> or a shoe with a, a giant hole in the middle. 
on the you get a pair of uh, black beards and white beards and like wear one 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 each. <laughs> if I only know. I mean if only there was more ace merchandise out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they made tropical pink. They made another set of law shoes. Like he already had shoes. Same well, with me. Are you just mad today, because you're I was in a store uh and friends were like, Oh hey Steve, check out these one piece mugs. I went over there with the head. All my favorite straw hats were there. Luffy, Zoro, Chopper, Ace, Sabo. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, are you just oh, upset, though, because you have to get another pair of law shoes? <laughs> I might get them, yeah. I, I do like, I like his Sabo outfit more than the than the one they had for the other shoes. Which were they? Marineford was not the theme that I would have expected them to expand to, like, Considering that they've only done what, like three of the straw hats or so? Yeah, uh, four. Yeah. The monster God. and chopper. I like the Luffy yeah, one. It's simple. The Jimbei one is definitely my favorite of these because it's like yeah. obvious it's Jimbei's, but uh, I don't know. Who's getting the Marco one? That's the big question here. Uh, I would be uh, such a sneaker guy, a sneakerhead. I thought he'd be, he, he, he seems like a Crocs guy to me. Marco? <laughs> He is wearing. He does wear sandals. No, Marco wears high heels. I'm talking about Jinbei. Oh, oh Jinbei. Jinbei wears clogs. Yeah. What's about Marco? Besides <laughs> most of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, Ed, to answer your question, I have seen men's sizes in these shoes. Hmm. Yeah, that. they have. Yeah, they're here. Yeah, uh, I'm um, size 15 though, so I'm just not even gonna. Let's see if this exists here. It goes up to size 14. Oh. So close. Um, <laughs> so close. Um, yeah, so that's at Skechers.com. Uh, you could probably search and find it there. Um, so there's no emails, so let's go straight to Steven. Oh, wait, and- there was oh, another, another one. Oh. Oh, I must have missed it. Um, oh, is it the one from Morgo? I missed yes. that one, yeah. Uh, last week, one of you... T- uh, this is Alex he's referring to here. One of you guys did this funny carrot voice, which reminded me of this older Patreon special where you guys did a dramatic reading of a bad chapter scanlation. I forgot about that. <laughs> I love that one. That was that was so probably my favorite thing I've done for Patreon. Yeah. What chapter was that again? It was that the one was... where, like, with Vivi and, like, the... They're going to the reverie. It was yeah. that chapter. Yeah, yeah. It was the one oh, where with Neptune like, kept shit. saying, yeah, Mong. Yeah. Ed, Ed was well, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's the Alex oh. Carrot voice that I shed light on because it's been so long. But it's... Man, how to describe that voice? It's, it's it's kind of like Harley Quinn. No, do you know... The, um, the girl from Greece. Or that oh, girl yeah, from yeah, Orange. There There's but, a girl from the Orange. Is... from Shining Time Station? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we gotta hear another story about Thomas. There's one. There's a. There's a woman from Orange Is the New Black who has that exact voice. Um, (laughs) Anyway, the question was: This was probably one of my favorite Patreon bonuses you guys have ever released, and I would love it if you did another one like it. And P.S. Are you guys ever gonna get around to that Zoe read through episode? Why did I read that part? (laughs) Yes, eventually. I thought he was gonna ask about filler up. I do. I do I th- want to do a Zoe read through. So yeah, no, we're gonna do a Zoe read through. Um, I just life got in the way. Life gets in the way. You know how life it works. Um, gets in the way. Yeah. Happy life. Happy happy wife. Happy life. Um, no Zoe read through. That's how that ends. Um, no, no, we'll we'll be doing one. I just have been having to push it back because I've had a lot of life events recently. Well, you, um, you better start looking 
before you start zoning. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I would love to asking, dude, where's my so read through? Oh, yes. We've already done that. <laughs> We've already made that joke. I don't think we did that title. We yet, almost though. named an episode that. Yeah, we almost did. We we I think we even had a drawing and everything. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I would definitely love to do that again for Patreon. That was like one of the most fun things I feel like we've done. Um, yeah, and the, I'm sure in the future. I, I can't promise a certain time because we don't read scanlations. But if an especially terrible one comes out, please let us know and uh, we'll do our best. So there is the one benefit. The one and only benefit to reading scantlations is finding an especially terrible one that we could act out. Um, let's go to Reddit, Stephen. Okay, we will begin with Baker Turtle Seventeen, who says, "My four-year-old daughter is obsessed with One Piece, and we've been marathoning the series for about six months now. We're up to Ennis Lobby, and it's wonderful to see her first reactions to everything. I wonder how she'll handle Mary's funeral." My wow! I Don't put her that? through that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my, my question is, what were some of your favorite first reaction moments? My favorite reactions from my daughter include Zoro versus Mihawk, Luffy defeating Crocodile, all of Jaya and the discovery of Skypea, and of course, the reveal of CP9 and Robin's past. She's been through a roller coaster of emotions. Are there any moments after Ennis Lobby you feel will be great first time reactions? I know Ace versus Blackbeard is coming up soon. Let me know what you guys think. Thanks. And your daughter's four. Yeah, I was just going to watch Thriller Bark. Nerves of Steel. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, to be fair, if any, if you're going to watch any zombie material, like any nightmarish material, uh, Thriller yeah. Bark is probably the best mm -hmm. entry into like that kind of uh, genre. Um, and also, some four-year-olds really love that kind of stuff. Um, I, I remember my sister being really into Poltergeist when she was young. Maybe not four. Yeah, but, I, I, I can see your <laughs> sister. Right. Yeah, yeah, you guys have met my sister. You, that, that makes sense. Um, the 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 moment I got like one of the most shocking moments, and thank you Ed for not spoiling this when I originally watched, was the CP9 reveal. Um, mm, yeah. That was such a moment uh, to like this day. I remember when Grant was going through it, and like That's the great. entire community reacted. Uh, it's like, oh, you didn't get spoiled. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I liked one of uh, finding out that Jaya and Skypea were the same island. That's a good. Oh one. yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Man, I can't, I can't think of like big, shocking moments. And I mean, there's tons of those in One Piece, but maybe uh, I like those crew getting separated. It's the body. It was big one. Maybe uh, Roger being uh, revealed to be the father of Ace, because also that was the first episode of the podcast I ever did. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's kind of memorable in that way. I, I can be really predictable. Um... The one, one of the few times I've actually screamed out loud in One Piece was towards the end of Marineford. I think you all know where this is going. Where yep, I had, I, know. I had, I had Ace's death spoiled for me like a few episodes before I got to that mm. point because my friend thought I already knew, and um, but I didn't know how Luffy was going to get away. I'm like, this seems pretty dire. I wonder what, like, I wonder how he's going to get out of this. And then here comes my favorite character, or soon to be my favorite character, and like actually screamed plus uh shanks being there because shanks and law are like my two favorite characters so the end of marine for for me <laughs> i also uh i screamed when rockstar came back <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite i forgot character. i forgot he did come back like recently right um God, what a... every time strawberry shows up 
Hey, <laughs> Joe, don't tell people. Um, <laughs> what's next? I, oh, no, sorry, Steve, Steve. Sorry, I'm just thinking of what characters I'll scream now for when they return. Uh, Dellinger? Anaru, definitely. Yeah, uh, I would definitely scream when if Anaru comes back. If and when. Yeah, Con. Con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one took for, me a second. Can we, can we settle for? Can we settle for Kong? Just be like, oh, Kong! there you go. Kong. If he does anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sits there and looks intimidating. It's like, it's like Sengoku. Sengoku is like semi-retired, and Kong is like ultra-retired at this point. <laughs> um. All right. Let's just, move on. He's, he's doing appearances at Comic Cons these days. Yeah signings uh mr fiendish uh says has a question about uh, about the uh the original japanese when they announced luffy as the fifth emperor did oda say yonko or did he say goko or did he cleverly avoid using that term well you're in luck that i'm on this week because i can tell you that what he said exactly is gobame no yonko which means the fifth yonko um so there you go. He is the fifth of the four emperors, I guess you would say. Um, so I. It's know, almost like it's that. almost ex- it's almost exactly like the Luffy joke. Where was it? Like when he adds one thing to right, everything. Right. Yeah, four swords. Because like <laughs> swords. Um, Natachi says uh, this chapter was fascinating. We got to know that Rizo can be a clumsy idiot and pick up the wrong keys, which was hilarious. Oh, I guess I didn't interpret it that way. That's interesting. Uh, my question, or rather prediction, is that Zoro will defeat the weapons collector, take the weapons with him, and end up returning them to the authorities. They will praise him for his heroics and will return Shusui to him. I just cannot imagine Zoro fighting without the legendary sword he rightfully won. Thoughts? Mm. I mean, I do think he'll defeat him pretty quickly. I don't, I don't know if I don't, Zoro doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who would like find contraband and dutifully turn around and turn it into the proper authorities. That's that's just my read on yeah Zoro's plus, character. Plus, he mentions like they have a a fight that they need weapons for. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they need those weapons more. Yeah. I don't know. Although I, I will admit with the with the various reactions I've been hearing, I guess I I will admit that I'm I, I guess I am not as clear on the order of events or like where Shusui was has been than I thought I was, because I thought Zoro had it back already. And now I'm like, I I don't know. Yeah, you think you'd be all Harrison Ford, like I gotta get my sword back. Like, yeah, just mumbling to himself all the time, but he's been kind of cool as a cucumber. Okay, and because the guy, the guy said he returned the sword, but you know, I would have assumed that he would just keep it because he has all those other weapons. Like, did he steal those too and just decided, no, what these aren't worth returning? I'm going to keep these ones. You know, it's just a little, it's a little confusing. I want to see more from that that character. Um. Anyways, uh, Freed says. Uh, if you were a ninja, what would you do? Um, do the Naruto run to work every day? <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I would drive less and travel around by hopping on trees, going <laughs> all the time into a log more. 
<laughs> you're 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 in a conversation. You're just making small talk, and you really want to get out of it. And you're like, ah, boom, and just turn into a log. log. <laughs> no, you don't turn into a log. You just use the log as a substitute. Right. It's all covered in Trafalgar Oz log blog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would, um, you know, I would I would have my my headband, um, you know, draped over one eye and use that as a conversation piece. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, ATLA for life says, do you think Wano will be better read in binge mode rather than week to week? I find myself loving reading every new chapter, but I also find myself at odds with this arc because it feels like it's moving a single step every week with so many plot lines at the same time. I get the simultaneous feeling of fast and glacial pacing. Does anyone on the podcast feel similar? Sure. And you definitely need to re reread uh, once the volumes come out, because otherwise there are things you miss going week to week, and you know it's probably obvious to people coming back and listening to this in the past uh, or in the, in the future listening to this that uh, we're missing things. Yeah, I feel like my my impression of where we are right now is that um, I, I feel like in certain aspects this is actually even a like a potentially larger arc than dress rosa in terms of like the number of characters because i you know we're still getting introduced to um to more characters and i, I feel like he could like almost semi-indefinitely um just produce more so i i feel like you know if he wanted to um he could make it even longer or even more uh convoluted and I feel like he's specifically not doing like he's he's kind of off paneling a lot of stuff or introducing a lot of of things that are happening very quickly that you don't necessarily have time to um, to digest or to like really grasp everything that is is going on. So he's saving a lot more page space. So he's getting through more, but he's also kind of telling less in a sense, probably in an attempt to not get bogged down too much. He wants to keep a good pace going and so i feel like in that regard it's not just that it would be better in um in a uh, a binge mode uh you know reread but it's also like one that you will really want to reread just to make sure that you remember everything that happens because it's been happening very quickly i think mm -hmm. that's that's kind of how my my take on the the wano arc so far uh, Lord Nemo five ninety three says, uh, "Is there an a physical release of the colored version manga? If not, when do you think there will be?" Um, there is no physical version of the uh, the colored manga. That's uh, a digital product only. And my guess is that there will never be a physical version. Although they did, who does the coloring? Like that that's Shueisha does that internally. Yeah. It's not produced yeah. by Oda, so he probably wouldn't let that have a physical release. Yeah, well, the only uh, caveat to that is that they did release some of the Dragon Ball um, manga in in color, and you know, Viz did mm -hmm. that too. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the only way that I would see it happening. But I, I mean, they didn't even do the entire Dragon Ball manga; it was just a couple of volumes. So not until it's over at the very least. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see that happening. What do you guys think of those uh, colored pages? Some of them look really nice. Um, I mean, I think uh, of the of the Shueisha like digitally colored, uh, like digital storefront manga that they put out. I think that's some of the best that I've seen personally. Um, so I think they do a good job with it, but it's still 
you know, like I, I'm, I'm still a purist in that sense. Like I want to see the black and white, like just what Oda and his, his staff did. Yeah. I I'm kind of with you there. It's weird. I think maybe it's just, it's one piece that I'm more of a, I have a stigma with where I'm like, nah, black and white, how it was intended, but something like Jojo, I'm like, Oh God, please give me color. I need to know who the hell's who. <laughs> 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 okay. It's, all these, all, all these girls look the same. I mean, guys, I mean, mm-hmm. um, but uh, like yeah, I, I guess it 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 depends on each manga. But like, I think Oda, and I've complimented on him in the past. Like he he knows how to choose his black and white. I mean, his black ink. Like he knows when to fill stuff in. He knows when when not to. And just it looks really good. And like I've seen some of those digital colored pages, and sometimes it just looks awkward. Uh, mm-hmm. but one of the things I do like about it is they follow the, uh, the manga color schemes more so than the, uh, the anime. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah, guys have picked true. up on that. Yeah. Unheaded Mary. Uh, right. yeah. Like stuff like that. Uh, like what's, what's another one that was like, like, I, I think the Vivre cards, like that's like a lot of those, those are from the colored manga. So like, if you want to get a sense of what characters look slightly different than that, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, dare I say it like Pearl from Don Krieg's crew. His color scheme is way different because it's based off of the volume uh, eight cover, I believe. Mm. Huh. Yeah, Karu is like browner. He's not so yes. yellow, stuff like that. Uh, all right, let's see. Easily Intrigued 22 says, I was just wondering if any of you guys believe that Komurasaki is not Kozuki Hiyori. Usually Oda at least gives us some context clues and makes us draw our own conclusions when it comes to reveals like this. But in this case, he kind of just left the answer sheet laying on his desk. Is there any possibility he completely pulls the rug out from under us and reveals her as someone totally different? Or is this pretty much set in stone? I would think Mm. it is. That was some pretty heavy foreshadowing. Yeah, well, I think he's he's saying, is it too much for, like, is it too obvious? Um, that. He's trying to. We're trying. He's trying to work us. Right. Right. Mm. Probably. Probably not. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just the the arc already. Again, like we were just saying, it's so convoluted um, already as far as all the different characters and the different names and such. That I feel like you know doing misdirects and making it even more complicated is is just kind of a, maybe a step too far. But um, I mean, there's I. I can't. I cannot uh, discount the the possibility, of course, because um, it is the sort of thing that Oda would do and, and has done at other times. But um, I don't know. I feel like right now the the not the misdirect, but the thing that he's doing is he's he's sowing the seeds for uh, like the the um, the recruitment plan going awry that they already know about the the whole um, you know the 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 crescent moon thing. Um, and, and that was definitely a case of Oda laying out the ground, the, you know, the steps in order and so that, you know, that it's going to go wrong. Same with the, um, uh, you know, kind of baking the cake and, and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's how he likes to do things. Yeah. I think uh, might, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I think he might be trying to like, um, get us to focus on other things of like the whole Hiori thing. It's like, yeah, that's whatever, you know don't have time to theorize, but mm. then he'll do some other twist that we weren't even thinking about. Mm-hmm. Or he'll, he'll just wait to do the official reveal until it's a more dramatic moment or something. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. 
Here we go. Grob glob grob gob glob grob <laughs> says, yeah. say my name, Zach. Okay, wait. <laughs> I'm totally doing other things. Um I have a feeling. You, yeah. You almost you almost had me, Zach. I almost thought, oh good, Zach isn't distracted. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just making the most awesome trivia right now. Um I'm proud of myself for it. But let me uh can can you put it in the chat <laughs> so I could read it out loud? Uh, Stephen, oh, repeat oh, after nice. me. Grob, 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 grob. <laughs> because I could do that. Grob, 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 grob. I was trying to think of the, the. Have you ever seen those videos where they mispronounce things on purpose? It's like the pronunciation guide. Oh, it's called yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. I was just yeah. gonna do something completely different, like a a blah blah blah. A blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's exactly what they do. Um, just something that it clearly is not written there. Anyway. You, you managed to say it. Rob, gob, glob, grob. Yeah. By the way, that's the most One Piece podcast username I've ever seen. Good job. I, th- I believe that this is actually a character from Adventure Time. Oh, really? What, that is what it is. Oh, then I'm probably mispronouncing it, which is, oh, I guess, God. the point. You know, you're thinking of... <laughs> that is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Did we do a sequel though? When it had a recently, we wanted to a bunch of times, but I don't think we actually have. I think we did one. I'm like gonna all find sequels, that. they've all been inferior. <laughs> That's except for uh, tell that to Mister Stab Through the Heart over here. <laughs> <laughs> Each one has been better than the last. Stab Through the Eye was my favorite. <laughs> uh, I think right. well, of the lumpy space princess because she says "Oh glob." Right. Yeah. Glob. Um, all right. Okay. We kind of tiptoed around this. So let's just go, go, go. Let's, let's do it here. Nuanda the Druid says, Hey, OPP, what the fuck was that chapter? I was really enjoying it up until the happiness punch. And now I just feel gross. Whole Cake Island made me really excited for the futures of women and Sanji in one piece. And in one fell swoop, both have been regulated to their old status. I just feel so disappointed. Yep. All right. That's I mean, I, I agree. He wasn't going to change Sanji that much, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think we were probably dancing around the happiness punch in the room. Um, I mean, Steve, I it, it sounded like... Oh, Joe, go ahead. I was going to say, I think at this point you should just resign yourself that it's not going to change that much. Yeah, I'm trying to enjoy everything around it. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's probably not great to do but um it keeps uh, your sanity yeah i love sanji he has his faults um who was that one politician that got caught in a scandal and then when he was making his apology his wife all of them was just standing behind him just was that all, all of them, of them. <laughs> who was the one that had his wife standing behind him and just had this like was spitzer it? you're thinking uh, of spitzer. It spitzer? Was oh. i'm mrs spitzer, spitzer. oh spitzer right yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just standing behind Sanji, saying like you dumbass, you no good, perverted <laughs> son of a bitch. You're thinking of the congr- a councilman Dexart from Parks and Rec. Oh, that <laughs> that is well, Sanji. Yeah. That guy is Sanji. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't thinking of a politician, but I heard something like Jeff Bezos had like his mistress in like commercial wall going through a scandal with that or something. Yeah, know. that happened recently, but they got divorced, so I don't think they had the. He didn't have the wife behind him in that like that. 
Uh, here, here, here's one of the genre. I'll put it in the chat for you. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, I, I think it's definitely. This is not, <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm not. Um, I'm not uh, saying this to uh, to to call out, uh, you know, the the reader who who submitted this this question or anything, um, because I think everyone kind of falls uh, into this line of of thinking, but. Um, a lot of the things that people uh, or a lot of the sort of character flaws that you see, especially with the ongoing characters like the Straw Hats, uh, they are not uh, I mean, they're they're foibles that uh, that Oda uses to kind of give them, a, you know, a, to make them flawed and in often cases to, um, you know, to make them funny um, to use as gags and they're not really meant to be things that you see them evolve and grow out of because this is, this is not like, um, you know, this isn't like HBO prestige, uh, character based drama where, you know, you, you, you have an arc, like it's a literary arc of a character starts at point a and ends up in, in point B it's a, you know, it's an ongoing comic book where, the characters themselves are very kind of marketable. Like the, the character has to be cohesive and always be that character. Um, you don't want them to be one person at the start and another person in the middle and then another person at the end. It's the opposite so, of breaking bad is what you're saying. Right. Exactly. Like they're, they're always going to have these flaws and uh, you know, that's why you're always going to see at some point Usopp is going to freak out um, at an important moment or Sanji's going to, you know, uh, get be be a horn dog at some like serious moment, or you know, Luffy's gonna uh, get stuck in something at some. You know, there's all these things that they that they do, and it's just you you have to always remind yourself that it's not going to ever permanently change because that's just kind of part of their character and how he utilizes them. Um, now you can be disappointed with it or be annoyed by it. You know, that's certainly um, well within your rights, but. Uh, you know, like that's that's kind of why what I was saying in the in the manga recap was that like I was kind of like, OK, well, you know, he was setting this up that Sanji was going to try to do this. So I'm not surprised in any way. I just wish that he had like gotten a little more mileage out of it um, if he was going to go there. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of in in your your expectations, I guess, for for to, the to be fair, writing. to be fair, Ed and I have been reading Dragon Ball for our Patreon podcast. And oh. the same exact thing happens. <laughs> no. Hey, let's talk about what I saw in Dragon Ball Z this week that I watched old episodes oh, of the Boo Saga. And uh, they're searching for the Dragon Balls after Vegeta, Majin uh, Vegeta kills himself. Mm-hmm. And Steve knows where I'm going with this. Yeah. And Yamcha crash lands the, 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 the bus plane. Oh, God. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and yes, this is when Roshi sticks his face in number 18's boobs when she's holding her daughter. <laughs> Like, what? Yeah, and then uh, he, he gives her a honk honk. Like, this is the, that's the worst thing I saw all week. Like, I'm like, I must have been like uh, desensitized that I didn't think one yeah, piece yeah. was that bad. This well, week. He, like, good lord! That's not awful. only does he get caught, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you got she, me. Like, breaks let me, his neck, let me finish nice, real quick, but... though. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. she breaks his neck pretty much, but yeah, still not great. Well, he's immortal, as I learned in from the first volume of Dragon Ball, so. I guess you know. Uh, what so was yeah, I that say? was um, I put I put the disc down. But they make they make that, that almost they make that exact same joke in the first volume of Dragon Ball. Remember where Bulma didn't realize? Yeah, Roshi never yeah. changes. Yeah. He's the worst. Um, yeah, Roshi is definitely the worst. <laughs> I didn't realize how bad a character. Oh yeah, well, he was. once you get out of like the Tenkaichi Budokai, there's nothing. 
There's nothing no, no, good left just, of Roshi. It's all well. No, no. Even before that, there's not a lot good. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I mean, guess there's like, some in the middle. Like he's a yeah, totally yeah. different character. Well, uh, I mean, there's also there's also the, the the sexy fighter in the first Budokai as well. What's uh, yeah. what's her name? I forget. Ranfan. Ranfan. Right. Um, that kind of reminds. That kind of reminds me of a thought I had last week. Um, the what if. Uh, what's his name? Hyogoro, the Yakuza guy. What if he's like the Roshi of this arc, where he's just a little scrawny dude, but then when he actually fights, he just beefs up. And That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, oh, I forgot to mention I that. Were, yeah. I thought you were going to suggest he he turns out to be a total fucking pervert. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that too. Yeah, yeah. I, I like her idea better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I was going to ask. I was actually going to mention that because he doesn't get his handcuffs off, right? Only Luffy does? I think they purposely uh, keep his handcuffs on. I would assume that he does. Um, look, yeah, because I have a feeling once he gets those off, exactly what you predict is going to happen. If if he didn't, mm. if he did, then maybe not. Um, okay, Stephen, you could go to the next question. Okay. Um, yeah, just a few more on Reddit. Uh, Grand Reboot says, if you could imagine an alternate universe where characters from other manga can be introduced into the Wano arc in One Piece, what character would you want introduced into the world and how would you like it done? So we have an example here. Uh, I, for me, I was going to commit sacrilege here and say Kenpachi from Bleach. I'm assuming no one likes Bleach here. I, I do like Kenpachi of the characters in Bleach. I like him. Yeah. Uh, should Bleach. He yeah. should be introduced as a Ronin and should fight Zoro since they are so similar. Both have amazing sense of direction. Both love to fight. Both have some form of criminal background and both loved fighting thanks to a woman in their childhood. However, I'll commit sacrilege in a different way and suggest Unohana as a medic for the enemy that fights Zoro. Considering that Kenpachi pretty much learned his love of fighting from her and Zoro has yet to be challenged, I think he would not be able to pull his punches even if she's a woman. Plus, One Piece is still lacking in powerful women. Uh, note, in case you didn't know, Unohana's previous alias was known to be the worst criminal to ever exist in the history of Soul Society before she became the captain of the 11th Division. Interesting. It's, it's the question, that. like, what kind of, like, Japanese-esque characters we want? No, I thought, yeah, basically, whoever, like, yeah. yeah, like, I guess it would make most the most sense if it was a Japanese-esque character. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I would say people from a series, but that series has since been disgraced, so I'm not going to... Um, <laughs> I think only Ed will know what I'm talking about, but um, actually, they're all wrestlers, so I'll just say it. Uh, Asuka from WWE. Oh, yeah. Um, With the mask, yeah. That'd be nice. Totally. Uh, Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> yeah. He, he just, I mean, he's been in the anime, but they Oda should put him in the manga, I believe. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. I want to see it you should go to his. Uh, you should go to his store. I would love to one day because he only has one shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees, and it's too pricey. Yeah. So mm. I was looking at the previous chapter, and it doesn't look like Hyo has handcuffs at all. Oh, probably because so, he doesn't have a uh, double, double foot powers. powers. Yeah, yeah, that's what oh. I thought. Um, I also want to mention, since we were talking about Goop Troop, Goof Troop, Loop Warp, uh, <laughs> in July 2017, no, it's Goop Troop, yeah. Goof Troop, whatever. Um. <laughs> In uh, July 2017, when Jinbei was throwing a croquembouche into Big Mom's mouth, we called it Let Them Eat Blurb Blurb. So, it's been done. Um, go ahead. Uh, Dude, do you realize right. that was almost three years ago? 
That is insane. I had that um, thought yesterday, like when we were at MatsuriCon, like, oh, what chapter were we doing a manga recap on? I'm like, oh, freaking cracker. Oh, oh no, yeah, shit. Real cracker. July 2017 was the anime episode with the cro- Um It was the one where the wedding cake fell down in the manga. That was mm. almost three years ago, or two and a half, I guess. A little over two and a half. That's insane. Yeah. I have um, an idea for this yeah. question. Now, hear me out. What if instead of Luffy and Old Man Hyo, it was Luffy and Master Roshi? Get out. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, almost done with the Reddit here. Uh, 420 Jinbei uh, has the, He's got the uh, Yukata for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he has the opposite take. Ah, man, the bathhouse scenes are over. All I have to say is you have one job, Toei. I'm not sure what that. Yeah, I don't is. know even what that's referring to. <laughs> What is he expecting? Bring in the nerds! (laughs) You mean the animators? Yes, unleash the animators. (laughs) Yeah, the animators are pretty... I wouldn't be worried about that. He wants the animators to get their their sea stone cuffs off for the scene. (laughs) I'm just going to say, from what I've... From what I know, um, I think, you know, Oda's bad, but the animators are way worse on that respect. Remember Depending on your Eric. perspective. <laughs> Remember and when there's, uh, and there's proof that Oda has had sex. <laughs> oh yeah, he has um, he has kids. Yeah. Well, I was, I was gonna say uh, yeah. from um from interviewing uh Shingaki, didn't he say that like his favorite character to draw was Hancock because he liked the um you know yep. the yep. busty ladies? So Shingaki did not hide his uh yeah. no predilection is that, the, yeah. is that the word my favorite is the guy talking about uh shirahoshi and opp japan oh god he was obsessed and jose did a great oh, yeah. job with that yeah, yeah opp japan right. available for all patreon subscribers um yeah okay what's next steven okay last question on reddit it's from knife 938 who says last week you guys talked about oda romanticizing the yakuza and there seemed to be Disappointment that the trope of good Yakuza shown a lot in the manga was being done in One Piece. My question is, how is this any different from Oda romanticizing pirates? Last time I checked, real world pirates did bad things like the Yakuza, and Oda literally hmm. named the first volume and chapter Romance Dawn. Good point. Um, good point. Excellent counterpoint. Uh, <laughs> I do know, I remember reading up that the reason why a lot of people became pirates is because uh, conditions in like the Navy were terrible. They, uh, they treated Navy men poorly. They, people were getting sick and they were in terrible living conditions. So that's why a lot of people just became pirates. <laughs> uh, a little pirate history for you. With some exceptions, I'm sure. Yeah, of course there was terrible pirates. Um, Steve, you are a fool. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would say, <laughs> uh, I, would say, I wouldn't say that I was necessarily like disappointed by, it. I, I was, I was definitely bringing that up as that it, it is kind of a, a storytelling trope. And I think that's definitely what, <clears throat> that's definitely what Oda was, uh, going for was kind of, uh, playing on this like classic, uh, tale, which is, you know, kind of similar to things like, uh, Robin Hood, you know, the stories of, 
people who are outside of the the law or like the 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 structure of privilege who use their abilities to um to to right injustices or or something like that um even if they also happen to you know be a little on the the wild side um but i think we have like good i mean i don't know how this character is going to um to play out but it kind of feels like you know kyoshiro is the um is the counterpoint to that where like okay old man kyo is like the the good old days like the the old ways where people had you know where you could respect a man and and blah 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 and and kyoshiro is like the new school it's almost like the um uh you know the avon and and marlo from the wire sort of thing where they're, they're playing on like the newer generation being more ruthless or something um which is you know probably not super accurate to to the way things work out in real life i'm sure it goes both ways but um uh you know i I feel like there's some counterpoint there to to what oda is is doing with his depictions of those um yet the the different yakuza characters so um i i would be curious to see i hope we get to see like some kind of confrontation or something between hyo and and kyoshiro to see how they react because that would be kind of cool it's a good question. I personally, it's kind of unrelated, but just talking about how One Piece is a series about pirates. Uh, you're you're not cute or funny when I hear talks about uh, scanlations and supporting the official release, and people's reaction is, "Oh, but the stories about characters being pirates." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, they totally had fucking Napster on the Grand Line. Like, shut up." <laughs> Just a little event session right there. But. All right. Well, that is it for Reddit. Okay, so edit's time to... Peace the tweet. All right. Our first piece of the tweet this week comes from King Luffy one who says, um, Will Baccarat be a recycled name from One Piece Film Gold for one of the headliners since they are all named after card games? Hmm. Huh, I, I guess they, guess yeah, I guess they can't really use that one then. Um, oh, here's the I, other one. I, I was gonna say, I think Oda is better about not reusing names from the anime than he is about reusing names within his own manga. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, there's also this one. Uh, Nine Claw Tiger says, "Please tell us about your own podcasting endeavors." Also, oh, I guess this is for Godzilla. He wasn't. Um, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's not here. So uh, sorry, we'll have to get that one next time. Cracker Jaku says, Komamatsu may be the retainer of um, with the hat who took care of Hiyori. He probably has ties to the Yakuza and may have entrusted Hiyori to Kyoshiro when he was about to be captured. Hmm. Would explain how she got uh, how she ended up there. Yeah. And we and we know that he's, you know, he obviously did not um jump forward in time with the rest of them, so him being in prison for all that time, you know. It's you know you can see more of a backstory for him than some of these other guys. So, right. All right. Um, your RGB uh, asks: After Kaido is defeated, will Luffy stop the Kid Hawkins Epu Alliance since their original goal was to defeat Shanks, or will Luffy be cool with them trying to hand their lives away to Shanks? I think Luffy trusts that Shanks can handle his own business. Yeah. Like Luffy's got yeah, that, that that doesn't help Luffy become king of the pirates. Yeah. You know? Shanks Shanks is a grown man. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can, you, who don't need uh, who don't need no Luffy. Yeah, uh, strong super, independent Shanks. 
Yeah. Um, next one comes from Super Ninja Clone, who says, Onigashima is close by, and Wano has regions with different climates separated by rivers. Could the country have been created by an Oni? I'm thinking about Or as being the continent puller, and the geography and climate seems like several islands got smushed together. Hey, that's mm-hmm. uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It's def- that's, a, that's definitely a Cromulent theory. Yeah. And finally, uh, our own, our very own Brian Newton, Dark King Zero on Twitter, says, About the anime this week, Jinbei not getting on the ship is one of the biggest blue balls of the year. You get it? Because <laughs> he's blue, and he's round, and he's got two huge... Oh, well, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I, 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 I wish I read this earlier, because I would have gave Brian a smack for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw him in Little Tokyo? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so that's it for a piece of tweet. That's it for piece of the tweet. We have some really, let's just say Joe might like the trivia that's coming up. Uh, But first, let's round off. You guys ready? This has been the One Piece Podcast, episode 561 for the week of Sunday, March 18th or 17th, 2019. Uh, good to have all you guys here. Please follow God's Will and uh, Jana, if you have not, uh, on their social media pages and Funimation, because God's Will does that. Um, and check out uh, Nebulandia and episode of Sabo. Those are out. One of them is out now. One of them is coming out later in the year. Um and just so you can pre-order Nebulandia now. Here's some Foxy. Um, Steven, where can people find you? Uh, you may follow me on Twitter at Translatosaurus. Uh, Joe? You can follow me on Twitter uh, at Joe on Boba, all one word. Where I talk about One Piece sometimes, Pokemon, video games, and life. Nice. Thank you, Joe. Um we have Steve. Where can people find you? Hey, you can find me on the internet, like Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Steve Yurko is the username. Uh, where else? Uh, I'm on another podcast. I host um, uh, The Deep End, which is an adult swim podcast I do with Matthew J of Cartoons 101. I host Tune Suite with our good friend Doctor of the SSAA podcast. Uh, I think as of this recording, uh, WWE Full Metal, our latest episode, has been out. Uh, and this coming week on Deep End, we're talking about Gundam 0083. Uh, have any of you guys watched that one? Yeah, it's been a re- it's been since it's aired. That's, I remember um, what, liking it. Prequel to Zeta, right? It, I, no, uh, well maybe I think it's just a side story. I thought it was a side story. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's like it's like watching the good version of Pilot Candidate. So uh, I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> Which with it. every anime is. Let's just be clear. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Ed, where can uh, people? It, oh, go it, ahead, Steve. Sorry. Sorry, uh, just random. Uh, I bought. I, I bought. I'm sorry. I got a library card, so I'm trying to read more manga <laughs> that I don't have the shelf space for. So I might be reading more Hunter Hunter now, uh, in case the world wants to know that. Share their thoughts. If you want me yeah, to share I, my thoughts, I, I plan on starting to watch the anime for that. So maybe we'll be doing that concurrently. Um, yeah. All right, Ed. Where can people find us? Well, I am at Edward E. One Piece on Twitter. I'm also Weeb Trailers on Twitter. And uh, earlier today, I posted up a Japanese trailer for the first Pat Labor movie. So you can check that out. It's a really good trailer. And uh, also some TV ads that were also on the DVD. 
Um, as for you, you're Zach underscore Logan on Twitter. I am. Um, the podcast can be found at OnePiecePodcast.com, at Twitter.com, YouTube.com, and sla- and. Uh, oh wow, I've messed myself up here. <laughs> Twitter.com, YouTube.com, and Facebook.com slash OnePiecePodcast. OnePiecePodcast at Gmail.com is our email address. OnePiecePodcast is our Skype name. Please support us. Patreon.com slash OnePiecePodcast. You can um, subscribe uh, OnePiecePodcast at Gmail.com. I already said that. R slash OnePiecePodcast. That's our that's our subreddit. Yeah. Uh, please leave us some piece together there. You can subscribe on SoundCloud. Subscribe on Google Play. Uh, on Spotify. Yeah. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or call us on our phone number, Zach. At the phone number is 347-497-MAJI. That call anytime. Oh. <laughs> Questions, oh, wow. comments, theories. Uh, <laughs> that number again is 347-497-6254. We both messed up. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> call anytime. It's only been 561 episodes. We, we're, no one's asking us to get this right away. Uh, with your questions, uh, comments, theories, or Looney Tunes gags. Um, so We're all this beef. We're all this beef. Uh, so we have Joe on. She has made it clear, and we all know, big law fan. So we're going to do, obviously, law trivia. But we're going to do it in a little bit of a different way. Joe, you're our expert, so I don't think it's fair for you necessarily to compete in the same way everyone else is. So this is how we're going to do it. We have three people here. I have uh, one, two, three, four. I have five categories to choose from, okay? Um, Joe, you're going to choose the order. Uh, they each of everyone gets to choose one of the categories that they whichever category they want to answer trivia questions about. They're all law related. Um, and and Joe, you get to correct them basically. So if they get anything wrong or if they can't think of the answer to something, you get to do it. Okay. Um, and if do you want me to give you points too? I mean, I figure you'll know most of these. Um, it's up to you, Joe, if you also want points. Um, no? Yes? Uh, sure. I don't know. <laughs> okay. A lot of she rules. said sure. Uh, so what order do you want these guys to go in? So Steven, Steven Ed here. Um. Or who wants, who do you want to go first? <laughs> I guess Ed. Ed. I was going to say right. earlier is actually better here because they get to choose all out of all the categories. Um, right. They all have different amounts, so it's completely random. Uh, so you get to choose between... Law Basics, Law Abilities, The Heart Pirates, Traffy's Nicknames, or Beppo, a category all about Beppo. I'll just go with Basics. <laughs> okay. You picked one. There's a lot of, there's a lot on here. Um, so, Law's had three bounties. Name any of them. You get points if you can name all three of them. Uh, uh, otherwise, Joe gets to take it. Uh, one, one was 111. Was the other one 333? You are wrong, wrong. Any okay, others well, you want to guess? <laughs> Joe, do you want to say? I don't, I'm afraid I don't remember his first one right now, but mm-hmm. his, the one post time skip was 440, because yes. four is the death number. Yeah. And then the second one was 500. Yeah, yeah. the first one was 200. Uh, um, so age, either before or after the time skip, or both, I don't really care. 23. Ooh, close. Joe, do you know? Pre-time skip 24, post-time skip 26. Uh, there you go. Two points. Joe is kicking ass already. Uh, <laughs> Same age as me. Woo. 
There you go. That's a good reason to remember. What is his birthplace or residence, his original residence, as far as we know? Oh, um, North Blue. Uh, can you be more specific? We went there. Mm-hmm. Give oh, me a hint. oh. No, no, man. I won't give you a hint. Uh, mm, uh, nope. Joe? The town of Flavance. <laughs> I'm so proud of this quiz already. When is his birthday? <laughs> Okay. Ed, when's his birthday? Um, April 4th. Uh, Joe? October 6th. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I just went with the four. What is his height? (laughs) I'm fine if you're, like, off by, like, an inch or two here. Ooh, uh, 6'3". Wow, perfect. Nice, Ed. Um, 6'3 and a half, but, you know, I'll take it. Um, what is his blood type? Uh... Uh, oh, no, uh, it's Joe, <laughs> you know, this. You know, this one was right. an SBS. Yeah. A lot of these are going to be SBS questions. Yeah. That makes sense. How many are there? Th- this, this one, there's like 11, but the rest of these categories are much shorter. You picked the longest okay. category. Um, his blood type right, is, so he has like the most options to be right. Yeah. yeah right but anyway. he's only gotten no one. So it's fine. <laughs> Some of these are the hardest though. So it's fine. Um, so, name either his seiyu and or his voice actor, Ed. Mm. <sighs> I hear Joe screaming in the back. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a, it's a famous... Is it Tomokazu Seki? No. Do you know his no. VA? Mm, no, I don't. I know Steve either. is yelling that one. Yeah. But uh, Joe, go for it. Do you know either? Uh, yeah, I know them both. Um, this Japanese... <laughs> His Japanese voice actor is Hiroshi Kamiya, and mm. his English voice actor is Matthew Mercer. Oh, that's right. His Japanese voice actor was in the night of his short Walk On Girl. He was, uh, he was good. Should I give Ed a point for that? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, what country would he be from? Or is he most associated with, I guess. Is, you you oh, know what I mean. His image country. His image <laughs> country. Thank you, Ed. Uh, thank you, Stephen. Oh, uh, wow. Um, <clears throat> oh, Germany. Yeah, there you go. Because he's a doctor and Japanese yeah. associate yeah. doctors with That's German. right. Yeah. Yep. Okay, you have two choices here. Uh, what animal would he be associated with? There are two that Oda lists. Mm. A lemur and a buffalo. No. No. It <laughs> <laughs> oh. said if you're confident about anything. <laughs> uh, Joe, what are they? Um, the first one was a snow leopard, which was yeah. the, the figure that they made of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh. the second one was a fan submitted one, which was a spotted seal. Yeah. Wow. I only had yeah. seal written. One Piece Wiki only had seal. Joe already had that. Okay. Uh, he has two hobbies. And uh, Joe's going to hate the comments I have about the hobbies when we're done. But Ed, what are they? Um, I don't know. Uh, eating rice and wearing blue jeans. I mean, you're kind of there. Um, Joe, do you know what they are? I know one of them. I can't remember what the second one is, but one of them is he likes collecting, like, commemorative coins. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) No! It's really weird, but okay. The second one is, and this one's the most law answer I've ever heard, wandering. Just wandering around. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So Zoro's accidentally doing his hobby (laughs) all the time. Okay. 
Uh, who do you want to go next? That's all of them for that category. That's a long I category. Think, uh, how many points did I get? Three? Ed, you got two points. Uh, Joe currently has 11. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is Zach's, this is Zach's plan. Is that we, we complain about the trivia, so he brings in an expert to school. <laughs> who do you want? <laughs> was on this tweak. He yeah, he would have hated oh, this. Um, I mean, this is really between the three of you. Uh, Joe, we're just Joe is our uh, what do you call it? I mean, um, exit. Would, yeah. Wouldn't everyone want to do this with their favorite character? Like, wouldn't Steve just kill for the chance to do this with Shanchi? Maybe next time. Uh, who do you want to go next, Steve or Steven? Um, Steve. Okay, so remaining abilities, <laughs> Steve. I'm remaining remaining categories: abilities, heart pirates, Traffy's nicknames, or Beppo. Steve. Uh, give me a second. Jeez. No. Uh, let's go with, uh, uh, I'm going to say abilities. Okay. Uh, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 12 abilities that, uh, that, uh, law is oh able to do. Fucking name all of them. <laughs> name all of them. And Joe, you have to keep track which ones he's missing. Just name his abilities. Yeah, uh, As many as you can. There's 12. Chambres. Yeah, that's one. Uh, uh, not knowing when to stay the fuck down during the Dress Rosa arc. Um, <laughs> radio knife. Yeah, two. Uh, uh, not eating bread. <laughs> uh, I like the fake uh, ones you're putting in between. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, room. Yep. Does room count? Yep. No. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're already beating Ed, so. <laughs> uh, what else has he got here? Uh, flip in the middle finger. Yeah, that's uh, definitely one. Yeah. You oh could stop God. whenever you want. Yeah. It, I'm about to, so don't you worry. <laughs> uh, uh, how many more do I have to name? You named three. You have nine left. Oh, that's Um... <laughs> Man, I'm trying to think like what language he uses. Uh, They're all over the place. <laughs> so, it's a uh, He's like Robin. He's all over the place. Uh, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> apple. <laughs> Did you say apple? No, it's scalpel. 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 Oh no, um, that that is one. Yeah. Do you want to guess any more, or you're I good? I have to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to. Anesthetic. Uh, no. This isn't a war. This is a moita. Uh, <laughs> I like your answers better than the real ones, but I can't. I can't do that. Okay, Joe, uh, you're done, Steve. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm good. Joe, do you want to name as many other ones you can? Um, you told me to keep track, so I've been looking at a list. Do I have to do it from memory, though? Yeah, you have to do it from memory. You can't be cheating oh, okay. like that. <laughs> Tell me to keep track. No, um, I might keep track on your own. Like, write, oh. write them down. Or use your head. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, tact. Radio knife. You said um, radio knife. Yeah, but go ahead. Gam gamma knife. Um, scan. Which you use, like, once. Um, yeah, that was tact? Hazard, right? Mm -hmm. He used um, it to get the snails, yeah. You said tact. Yeah, you've gotten three. 
Oh, uh, Counter Shock. He used against everyone. Oh, at least you guys his favorite villains. The yeah, the cool brothers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Our favorite. Um. You've got and, th- oh, and, four uh, left. Inject- injection shot. Five. Yeah. Um. Three. Durban. Six. Two more. Uh, uh, two more. Okay. Um. Give you a couple seconds here. Yeah, I'm trying to think like which one. That's okay. You got six shame. already. There's no shame in that. Yeah. Okay. the The oh, last, the last two are amputate and the personality switching surgery. Well, see, uh, those two he never actually mentions in the manga. I don't uh, know where they got that from. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like well, those are never used. Anyway, go ahead. You guys both did good. So the score right now is uh, Steve has four, Ed has two, Joe has sixteen. Um, Steven, uh, the remaining categories, Heart Pirates, Traffy's Nicknames, and Beppo. Um, all right. I'm just going to go with the one that I'll probably get the least on since I can't even imagine what these questions will be. I'll go with Beppo. (laughs) Okay. Um, Beppo, what is his position on the crew? Oh, he's the navigator. Yep. Uh, where's his birthplace? Uh, Zoe. What is his age, either before or after the time skip? He's really young, isn't he? I, I want to say like, like 21 or something. I want to give that to you because it's 20 and 22. So I'm going to oh, just okay. give yeah, it to you. Yeah, I split the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I think you split <laughs> the difference. Um, yeah, that's, that's what it was. You averaged them. Um, when is his birthday? And oh. extra point if you can name the holiday. Oh, so it's a holiday, so you gave me a hint. But it's a Japanese holiday. <laughs> uh, wait, is it... Did it just pass? Is it March 14th? No. Oh, because uh, <laughs> that's, that's White Day, I was going to say. Joe, do you oh, know? Okay, I was, that was my guess right there. Do you know, Joe? Um, I, I, don't, I know the holiday. I just don't remember what day it is. It's What's Animal Day. And I think it's like November... First or something like that. So November twentieth. I have Fur Day being the day, but you might oh, be Fur right. Day. Might be That's, yeah. Is that a different one? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Does that take place at the Pittsburgh Convention Center? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steven. Uh, oh, Steve, you have something you want to say? I think you guys are incorrect. See, he was uh, he was born in Atlanta, Georgia, on Coca Cola <laughs> Day. <laughs> I get it now. Um, <laughs> what is his height, Stephen? height um i don't know like seven foot seven foot what <laughs> i'm giving you a big opportunity <laughs> seven seven <laughs> foot to be nice here or no do you know what it actually is <laughs> seven ten yeah jesus <laughs> i wasn't expecting that um, I, was gonna reach, I was gonna reach through the internet and smack you if you were like seven foot zero <laughs> <laughs> what is this blood type blood type raw i don't know um <laughs> f plus f positive I don't joe know. do you know no i don't keep track of the blood types that's a good thing not to keep track yeah. of s blood type it's is s there. <laughs> good answer um what is this bounty it's bounty this one this um, is interesting i don't know like he's the bounty um 
like a, a hundred and fifty million. Joe, five hundred. Yep. Really? Yeah. Only just five hundred. Like oh, oh, 500. Oh, okay. 500 flat. I thought you meant 500 million. I was like, no, wait, impressive. Like, who did he kill? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, say you and or voice actor. Oh, I have no idea. I, 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 oh, I'll give you a point if you can name if you can name who else the say you has voiced in the anime. Because I, I mention I this not, often. I have not even seen Beppo animated, so I couldn't even tell you. But I oh, mentioned this me, last week on the show. Ed, you could go for it. Is it the guy who voices Wanze and Satori? And yes. And Mr. Nine. And, yeah, all uh, the fun people. Remember um, that long talk we had about Mr. Nine? Oh, yeah. I, I forgot you weren't on that segment, Steven. But uh, do you know the VA, anyone here? Or Joe, do you know the VA or the Seiyu? No, but I know he also voiced Bucci and the Nyaman brothers. <clears throat> Someone wants to answer. Steve. Is this Chris? Uh, is this voice yeah. actor Chris George? Yes, it is. I'm going to give mm. Steve a point for that. Yeah, nice. And the voice actor for Butchie was Chris Rager. <laughs> uh, I <no>. win. <laughs> I thought it was Rager, but I guess it's Rager. You win okay. a, a single point. Um, wait, there's still one more question. What number was he on the pop- popularity poll? The oh. popular, the popular, popular, <laughs> popular. Well, he was number one in my heart. But, um, I don't. Know, let me see. Uh, I'm gonna just guess like like 45. 41. Whoa, is the answer. I'm gonna give that to you, Stephen, because that was very okay. close. Um, nice. And that, I'm assuming, Joe, that that was not something you knew off the top of your head. I I guess I presuppose that. Um, Final score, since Steve had the tiebreaker there, is uh, Steven got four, Steve got five, Ed got two, and Joe got 18. Um, so, Steve is the winner. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe, for coming on the show. Thank you, Steven, for coming on the show. We'll be back next week with a new chapter, new anime, all that fun stuff on the One Piece podcast. Until then, my name is Zach. My name is Ed. And my name is Steve. See you next week, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Who knew Steve knew the best about law?
I, I think we mentioned last week. Lucy, it's like I'm home. <clears throat> Lucy, uh, what have you done? <laughs> did you did you knock out all these guys? Um, so nah, I use my hockey. No, <laughs> oh, Luffy. Wait, who's, who's talking to Luffy? <laughs> oh I got lost in this in, in this bit. <laughs>